With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Nikita need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Rob and Nikita need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy That's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast back this week for episode number 105 to tell the truth. And we are back with our first regular episode in two weeks coming off a bonus episode last week, a Leprechaun 3 rewatch. And here we are back with the man who is the host of three different podcasts, a podcast wizard. Here he is, uh, Kiva Whitaker. That theme song is really something, Rob. Very catchy. Was that, have you found yourself re-listening to the musical? I have, I have, uh, you get a lot of messages. People are like, I've listened to it every day since it came out. Like, uh, <laughs> I haven't really re-listened yet. I've had a lot going mm-hmm. on. That's fair. But uh, yeah, that really is one of the winners, but there, there's so much good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, of course, our last proper episode, episode number 104, Renap the Musical, put together by Jason Curtis Rivera, and an all-star cast got rave reviews, as we expected. Maybe even better than I expected, and we knew it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, an incredible job. If for some reason you were under a rock for these last two weeks and you missed Renap the musical, go ahead and uh, check that out. Episode number 104. But here we are today recording on Halloween, a very spooky day. Uh, but we already got our Halloween episode in the can last week with our Leprechaun 3 bonus episode. I feel like that uh I thought people wanted Leprechaun 3. I'm a little I have to say I'm a little disappointed in the response to Leprechaun 3 uh bonus episode. Well, I think one of the tricky things was like the people, the diehards who listened to it the second it came out, I believe the it was on the wrong feed. So I like the oh, first day don't or two, get me I saw started of- about the uh there was there were there were some errors that were made behind the scenes <laughs> while I was away. Don't get me don't but- get me worked up about that. I do see, I think a lot of the people who maybe wouldn't check social media to complain it or ask about what's happening just never heard it. Yeah. Uh, people did seem to like it. I got nobody, nobody was upset about it, but okay. I agree. But was you know what? Not enough, feedback. not enough of a response. So next time I have something to do, no episode, nothing. Oh, wow. A punishment. Yep. Yep. The so, listeners are, are in timeout. Did not, I still do want to do, did not get the positive here. reinforcement. Uh, so that, that's next time we'll just have no episode. 
Oh my gosh, look at this guy. He's, That's it. he's teaching the listeners a lesson. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Rob also is like annoyed a little bit, probably. I had some tech issues, probably cost him a half hour of his life. He'll never hey, get back. Look, yeah. it's totally understandable. A man that mm-hmm. records only three podcasts a week four. can't figure yeah. out you know, how to mm-hmm. do what's fourth podcast? Well, the patron episode is a fourth yeah, podcast. That's not a new. That's not a different podcast. That's the same podcast. Four episodes a week. It's four yeah. separate records yeah. plus like thirty Among Us, you know, uh, discords or zooms. Right. And those, those all those start probably right on schedule. Start on schedule. Yeah. Uh, all right. No Rob's issue. throwing shade. He's getting. He's getting chopped up first tomorrow night. If I'm the imposter, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Uncle Kiwi, uh, tell us about what we're doing here today. Okay, so this is very exciting. Uh, when Corey B, who had won a previous game, which entitled him to, I believe spot- he came up with the uh, catchphrase for Robin Akeem yeah. in the podcast. Yes, the- uh, not the one we use, not yeah. the very popular one, the yes. one we never have said once, <laughs> uh, but the winning catchphrase. Yes. Um, so uh, he he pitched an idea called uh, "To Tell the Truth" or or two truths and a lie with a little bit of a twist, where um, three people would come on at a time. With the same story, only one of them would have actually experienced or, or is telling the true story. The other two are lying and 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 they're imposters. They're pretending two imposters. It's them. Okay, well, do we yes, have to vote yes. one out? We are going to vote out two, and there's one crewmate ideally who is the who is telling the truth, and we're going to figure that out, and we're going to do that a bunch of times today. There's there's several different trios coming on. Mm-hmm. Corey B will be the moderator. Me and you, I don't know what happens if we disagree. I guess maybe we'll just keep score and see who's right more often. Yeah. Yeah, why do we have to uh, both be on the same page? We don't. We don't have to both be on the same page. But um, yeah, I am excited for this. I think it'll be fun. This is a. a it's. I think it's a good skill of yours. I think you're going to be good at sussing out who the imposters are. Okay, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, don't give me too much credit yet. But let's welcome in the aforementioned, the great Corey B. Corey, how are you? Hello, Rob. I'm doing great, and I want to mention since you. Uh, like the feedback, I am very, very grateful for uh, being able to be on the show today. Yes. Okay. Well, happy to hear it, Corey. And so uh, very excited at this idea, which had been uh, in the hopper for a while. I think we went through a couple different versions of what it was going to be, how we were going to do it. We're finally here today, Corey. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I know we had some uh, two truths and a lie sort of ideas floating around before this one came around, if I remember right. But uh it's going to be good. I'm really excited for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So how are we going to uh, get this game on the road? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about the rules first. Akiva sort of uh, touched on it a little bit. But uh, in essence, uh, one thing I do want to clarify is you guys will be competing against each other. Uh-huh. Uh, so that is important. And on to tell the truth, normally there is a punishment as well for the person who when you uh, say falls on to tell lies. the truth normally, where where is uh, to tell the truth? Where how, how do we see this show? So to tell the truth has had a lot of different iterations over the years. The current one that I believe is still on TV uh, is on ABC, and it features Anthony Anderson as the host. Ah, yes, um, of and, blackish uh, fame. Yes, that's right. And he also has his mom that just kind of hangs out on the mm-hmm. show. And uh, my mom was busy, but uh, you know, otherwise I, I've used the most recent version as pretty heavy inspiration for this. Corey, what has appealed to you about this particular game show format? I like it because it's kind of just uh, a good type of show to play along with. Um, it's definitely stood the test of time. And 
when you watch a show like this, uh, it's, it's very easy to, to play along and, and try to make your own guesses. And, uh, it's kind of just fun for the people playing as well to, to try to, to try to lie and, and see if you guys can catch them in a lie. So okay. I think it's a lot of fun. Some social everyone. deduction that will go on in exactly. this game. Exactly. Okay. Anything else you want to set up before we get to round one today? Nope. So, um, I'll just say, uh, I'll just reiterate a couple things. So, you guys, um, I might consider you as the panel. If I if I mentioned to you, uh, Robin and Kiva are the panel. That's you two. Uh, typically, that would be celebrities, uh, and and in this case, it probably still is too. Uh, I don't want to don't want to you know diminish your guys' reputation or anything. Uh, but throughout the show, you are figuring out the guests who are telling the truth and which ones are lying. So um, we're going to give you guys three people at a time. Each of them are going to say the same story, and you're going to guess which one is actually telling the truth. So, so we're going to hear the story, same story three times? You were, you're going to hear the same story once. Okay. They're going to each kind of say a tagline, and then I'll tell you the story, and then you get to okay. ask them questions. Got it. And, and then you'll lock in an answer with me, and then we'll reveal who's right and talk a little bit to all three people. Okay. All right. I'm going to take notes. <laughs> yeah. okay. How do you find these people, Corey? Uh, we, we sent out some surveys and some forms, and we, we uh, talked everybody through and found out stories. And... Um, Everyone here today has an interesting story, um, not just the truth tellers, uh, just in case for logistical purposes, if they needed to sort of fill in. So uh, we'll ask everybody for just a very quick summary of uh, an interesting fact about themselves, even the imposters, once they reveal themselves. Okay. Rob, it's making me nervous there's 19 people in the Zoom, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like there's a big crowd listening to this episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't affect the download numbers. Mm, yes too yeah, many everyone's people still mandatory it. it's still mandatory to download and loose press play you don't have to listen <laughs> yes okay I'm 19 you all right and that we'll also assume that we put the right link uh in the podcast post when we uh get the public podcast published ideally well maybe if it's not good we could just repost that sean rector po- podcast again that was in the feed last time <laughs> it's very important yeah. that we want want you know as many people to hear it as possible um, Rob, I also, yeah, I also think that, um, as, as I, the 19 participants in this chat, um, are, are we playing for something? Are there stakes? What stakes would you want to have? No, I don't want to have any stakes. Cause I feel like we're already, <laughs> we're always behind on like paying off bets, you know? Yeah. I, think I don't we think we still need that. Owe. Yeah. I okay, think, fine. Let's, let's, no let's stakes. get the show on the road. I don't think we need to right. spend 10 minutes trying to figure out what we're playing for. Corey, unless you have something in mind. No, I mean, I was going to suggest that in the early seasons of this newest iteration, it was just, uh, it was the, the, uh, the tweet, the, uh, you get to publish a tweet on the loser's account. Yes. Was, uh, was often the punishment. Hmm. Okay. Um, what, what if that, you know, uh, uh, I did have a birthday this, this past week and I did, uh, Mm -hmm. that I had sent Akiva a cameo from, one of his heroes, uh, Akiva, repaid me by having uh, one of my ops send me a, a cameo. This, oh, you didn't like it? I thought this, it was funny this, this past week. Uh, that maybe maybe the loser should send uh, the winner a, a cameo. What do you think of that? It's fine with me. Uh, yeah. It's fine with me. Did you not like that? I thought it was a good cameo that I sent you. Yeah, let me see if I could pull it up. Uh, uh, the real- only thing is, I re- I wish they give you a little more room to say stuff because I did have. 
Um, I, I was going to have him say famously before every quote, but I had to cut that. It was like a tweet. You have like very few characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, here say, is like, one, one of my uh, famously one of my ops. Mitch Garver uh, sent a message for my birthday. Hey, Rob, it's Mitch Garver with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, this message was booked by Akiva. She wanted me to drop in and wish you a happy birthday. She wanted me to say a few things. First of all, Mitch Garver, uh, not really nailing your pronouns, Akiva. No, they do ask for pronouns on Cameo, but only yours. They yes. don't ask for the, the send the sendees. Yes. Okay. Uh, senders, uh, back, back to uh, Mitch. Uh, you are her favorite Gentile. <laughs> so the Jets draft Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> He like uh, she likes you better than Chester and Allie, but only if you agree not to tell them. And she wanted me to end by trying to name ten things you bring to the beach. So I'm going to give it a shot. All right, a towel, sunscreen, sunglasses, chapstick, uh, sand toys, a surfboard, boogie board, and uh, some flip flops, swim trunks, all that good stuff. Uh, but anyways, happy birthday! Uh, just wanted to drop in and say that to you. Apologize for my dog's growling in the background, but that's just the way it is. Uh, all right, have a great day. Bye. Okay, thank you, Mitch. Uh, no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, there was a throwback to when Mitch Garver and I went toe to toe back at the Twins versus Mets game from 2019. In who could name more things to go to the beach? Yeah, he did, and he did not get ten this time, so hmm. maybe it was okay. fixed. Yeah, I would think that this is his uh, his kitchen behind him. Well, I mean, it looks like a nice house, but I don't think Garver is making all-star money yet, right? He was an all-star last year. Also, by the way, Garver did not have a great year, so he might be, uh, uh, you know, he might need the cameo money soon. He, he hit like 180 this year with like one home run. Yikes. Okay. All right. All right. Corey, should we get to round one? Yes, absolutely. Um, so quick behind the scenes here. Um, we have a couple... We can't rename in the Zoom call. Is there any way that you can give uh, myself or our backstage helper some admin powers over the Zoom so we can do that? So you guys don't have to. Sure. Do that let me let me see if I can uh, do that r- real quick. If you could filibuster here for a second. <laughs> sure. We're bringing in round one first, um, and and one of the people we're bringing in needs to <laughs> be renamed. And and for everyone's. Uh, just for everyone's knowledge, too, we have a couple of rules set up here for questioning. One is that we don't necessarily have everyone reveal their names during the questioning. They'll reveal afterwards. And another thing is that uh, we're going to be very strict about uh, people are only going to answer questions if they're directly addressed. So you have to actually say their name. You have to um, essentially indicate, hey, person number one, person number two, or person number three, and then ask the question. And they're going to answer that question. And then they're going to stop talking. So it's going to be very direct, very, I don't know if I want to say courtroom style, uh, but it's going to help make sure that they don't give away more information than they need to. Okay. All right, cool. All right. All right. So who are we going to add for round number one? All right. So round one, round one one person, one, two, and three. Okay. That's right. All right. I'm just going to allow them to talk. Okay. Uh, Okay. Here here we have round one, person uh, one, two, and three. Okay, I believe uh, they'll just have to turn their microphones on and they should be allowed to talk. Okay, all right. Perfect. Uh, so, Corey, are you going to start off by telling us a, a story here? Yes, yeah, so so let's let's give everyone a chance to kind of say their tagline to introduce themselves. Um, so, okay, so we should be good now. So, in round one, person number one, please unmute and tell us about yourself. 
I am a professional circus performer. Okay. Awesome. Very, very, if you could uh, also speak up a little bit, uh, person. Yeah. Still person a little one. low. Yeah. Um, Although I think a circus performer probably might not have such a great Zoom connection. I don't know. <laughs> they could be on like the, the like Amtrak thing traveling across the country right now. Yes. Okay. All right. Person number two. Please unmute. Tell us about yourself. I am a professional circus performer. And okay. person number three. Tell us about yourself. I am a professional circus performer. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So So all the circus performers with uh, varying degrees of audio quality. All circus performers. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. So let me tell you this person's story in her own words. I appreciate that because you have the best microphone, Corey. uh, I sure do. Yes. Uh, So I am a professional circus performer. When I was eight years old, my mom signed me up for circus classes. I learned how to perform on trapeze aerial skills, tight wire, and much more. I soon knew that I wanted to be a professional circus performer. After high school, I moved across the country to attend the most well-established professional circus school in America. I spent two years training full-time for a career in circus arts before I graduated from the school this past spring. Circus school may sound like a joke, but we take it very seriously. No clowning around. All right. So, Rob and Akiva, I'll give you guys mm-hmm. a couple minutes to ask questions. All three individuals okay. can unmute when they're addressed and uh, answer appropriately. All right. Go and ahead. Then do we take turns asking questions? Uh, yeah, it's kind of just open forum, but uh, take turns for sure. Okay. All right. Akiva, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, person number two, how much does circus school cost? Yeah, I think it's similar to some kind of about 40,000 a year. Okay. Hmm. I don't think like the best circus person in the world makes that back in a year though, you know? <laughs> okay. Know. Um, person number three, uh, could you tell us how the coronavirus has uh, affected the circus industry? It's a downer. Um, well, I was hoping to be on a cruise ship right now, so that'll tell you something. Okay, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. that tells me, but... Uh, well, they were going to well, do the circus <laughs> on a cruise ship. Okay. Right? You would not get me on a circus cruise, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I, yeah, I would say... Are you are you a cruise person in general, Rob? Would you get on a cruise? Like, your kids are like, hey, we want to go on a Disney cruise? I've never been on one. I don't know if I'm, mm. like, uh, morally against it, but it would not be my number one pick for a vacation. Yeah, I got in trouble in high school for going on a cruise, missing a week of school. Well, look at you. School, what are the bad The school boy? said we weren't allowed to go. Well, my grandparents took us. The school said we weren't allowed to go. And then I said, like, it's too late. We booked this a year ago. And they're like, all right, you can't tell anyone. And then as I left the school, a kid yelled that bon voyage in front of the principal. So I got in trouble. <laughs> um, okay, all right, person all right. one, we haven't asked them yes, any questions yes. yet. Um, what, what, I mean, this, I know so little about the circus. I'm trying to think. Uh, how has how has uh, the Ringling Brothers stopping stop doing the circus affected the industry? Person one, um, I feel like it's kind of given us a new opportunity to um, kind of just try new things, and definitely even movies like The Greatest Showman has definitely helped the circus industry recently. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, person one and person two. If you could uh, just try to talk a little bit louder, it's a very very faint connection to uh, hear what uh, you two are saying. Okay. Um, let me uh, go back to uh, person number three. Um, 
how much uh, how much uh, scrutiny does the circus get nowadays from uh, animal rights groups? Um, I actually have never worked with animals. Um, the school doesn't work with any animals either. Um, so there's kind of a it's it's kind of a difference between the traditional and the contemporary circuses. Mm-hmm. Are there animals in your circus, person three? N- no. Oh, they have no. It says no animal circus. No okay. animals. Um, person one, what's the craziest trick anybody does in your circus? Um, I would definitely say it's probably going across the tightrope while also um, juggling, and they ha- it's like one of those ones that have fire on it. Yeah, I could probably do that. Um, person number two, that are there a lot of. Uh, Intra circus uh, romances that happen. Ooh, that's a good question. Not really. I think that's a big stereotype, especially for like traveling circuses and performances. But not really. It's more of a family vibe. Interesting. Mm. And not like a Kentucky family. Um, okay. What, what what else do we have? I, I'm leaning. Are you leaning in any direction yet? Well, well I have. You- you're competing against Rob. I don't know if you want to give anything away. Oh, fine. All yeah, right, well, fine. we can talk Rob, about it if we, if we have a strong feeling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to be mean, swayed fine. by Rob necessarily. I think I'm, I, I'm I already think out on one person. Yeah, one person. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's not them. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't need. I don't think I need to ask them more questions. I'm trying, yeah. You've asked some good questions. I'm trying to okay. think. Um. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. You go. Yeah. Person number one. Could you tell me some of uh who your of your heroes are in uh the circus Ooh, world? Circus heroes. Um, yeah, I definitely have a long list, um, but honestly, um, right now I'm not really going to say any, I'm not really sure if they want to be named. Totally understandable. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, if someone, if I was someone's podcasting hero, I'd also like them to keep that quiet, ideally for their own <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, one was the person I thought was definitely not it. I was, I was deciding between two and three, but I, I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, person number two, do people make, like, do people make good money in the circus? I know this is my second money related question. I'm not sure why, but do people like, can someone really make a, like a living long term in the circus or is it more like trying to pursue your career as an Olympian type of thing? It really varies. I mean, you can become a specialist in something, but certainly like right out of, Uh um, certainly right, certainly right out of performing, um, art school, you're not going to be making much. Mm Mm-hmm. Person number three, uh, what kind of insurance do you need to have to be a performer in the circus? Well, you need to have typically like liability insurance in case you fall out of the air and like land on someone, I guess. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do one or two more questions here. And then let's let's I'm pretty locked into my answer is Rob. Yeah, I think I am, too. I guess let's do it. Okay, well, let's do uh, one one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You got, you got anything else, Uncle Kiwi? Um, uh, uh, how do you guys travel nowadays? Uh, quickly, one, two, and three could answer very quickly. How do you? How does the circus travel nowadays? Start with one. Well, um, is this pre-COVID or post-COVID? Um, uh, you could do pre-COVID. You could do pre-COVID. Okay, it's actually you get to um, you have two different choices of travel, so you can either train or plane um but it depends on um how much you want to pay uh, out of pocket for if you take the plane all right what about two most of the performances i've 
done it regionally here in New England, um, and it's just traveling by charter bus. Okay. And three? Uh, just by car, mostly. Okay. All right. And per- okay, cool. Person number three, uh, what, what is the hottest circus spot in the country right now? Um, in the country, I would say Vegas is a big one. Um, the place where my school is is a big one just because of the school, but maybe Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's call it there. Um, Ooh. So, Rob and Akiva, only one Beautiful. of these people has been sworn to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, please lock in your answers. We can do honor system, but please don't let each we'll other do honor explain system. your answer influence <laughs> yeah. your opinion. Well, Akiva's not on video. I could hold up my, the number of fingers to Corey B to lock in uh, my answer as well. well I can see your I can well, see your answer. Still I, see I forgot it. about that. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm covering you, Rob. Take I'm your covering your off. face. Yeah. I'm covering your face. Okay. okay. All right. You want me to fla- flash to you, Corey? Let's do yeah, it. Flash, Corey. <laughs> hold okay. on. I covered your whole thing. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. I'm going to go Got first. It. We I, we trust each other here. We not, You don't have to do that mm-hmm. going forward. That's yeah, fine. Although it was funny to cover you up. Um, <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to go. I, I don't. I definitely don't think it's one. I'm going to go with two, but I, I, three is possible. But the idea of like the local circus, I don't think they would have made up. So I do think there could be some truth to the idea that three uh, is like, you know, they're not in like the Big Apple level yet. They're still they're still learning, but they're they're in more of a regional circus. But I'm going to go with two. But now I'm sort of regretting it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rob, how about you? What I, did went, you I went with three. I felt like that uh, that all of her answers um, made sense to me. One, uh, when she couldn't name any of her circus heroes uh, was kind of a deal breaker yeah. for me. And then yeah, $40,000 a year for circus college sounds uh, very expensive. I, I think that, uh, I mean, that that's, we're talking about like, uh, that's, that's like you're going to, you know, big time colleges for yeah. that kind of money. Now that, now that makes me regret. What it, was this? The circus program at Northwestern? Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Top 10 school, baby. All right. Uh, Corey B, would you like to tell us who is telling the truth? Uh, yes. I will actually let them do the honors. So the person who is telling the truth, please introduce yourself to the panel. Hi, I'm person number three. Oh. All right. Yeah, it's One person number run. three. So person how much does circus can... school actually cost, person three? That's what we need to know. <laughs> Mine costs ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, Rob, that should have been a that should have been that a better tracks. tell for me. Yeah. So person number three, you can uh, go ahead and reveal your name and anything else interesting that you'd like to reveal about yourself. Um, so my name is Eleanor, and a fun fact is you guys hit the nail on the head. I'm actually in an RV right now. <laughs> but hopefully the internet connection wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. Your internet's yeah, good. Not I, too I, bad. The, the the cruise, you said cruise, right, Eleanor? Yeah. So I think the cruise like was such a tell because I don't think anybody would have made up that they were on a circus cruise because nobody else would know that unless they were both like person one and two were both like huge circus stands. I don't think they would have known that they even like go on a cruise. So she would have been on a cruise now. I do think maybe that should have been a tell for for me. I do think that's a good oh, well. indicator. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, that was re- that was really great. Uh, you're you're Eleanor. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Eleanor, are you a Robin and Keep Need a Podcast listener? I am, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we, well, got this some, is, we got this some talented incredible. listeners. Are there a lot of people that work in the circus that listen to Robin and Keep Need a Podcast? I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> Could you pitch us on Robin and Keep Need a Circus? Oh, boy. Um, I guess you could try and figure out what kind of acts would you do? <laughs> um, would you <laughs> be clowns? Would you. No. 
Oh, we'd be clowns. <laughs> Tightrope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, there's no there's no animals in your circus, you said, right? Or was that person too who said that? Um, yeah. So I, I do contemporary circus. So usually there's no animals involved in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. All right. Awesome. Tell us, do we want to introduce uh, so, our imposters? Yeah, who, are the, who are these imposters uh, oh. in uh, person one and person two? Awesome. Let's start with person number one. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I am Gabby. Obviously, very clearly not a circus performer. Really tripped me up mm-hmm. on I did all this research. Definitely did not look up. I sh- probably should have written some names. Down <laughs> Name one know. person who be- does the circus. <laughs> I, well, then I was like, is it going to be controversial? I don't know. Because so I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I You should have made up a name, honestly. We would not have. Honestly, had you said like, you know, Felipe Coutinho, we would have been like, oh, that yes. guy, he's Art Vanderlei. Yes, yes. I'm like looking through my notes. I'm like, I have nothing on this. And it like threw me off. But mm-hmm. yeah, That's everybody funny. on hold is Googling uh, heroes in their industry right now. I was yeah. going to say, everyone in the, <laughs> the next guy is a welder. Who's the best welder in the world? Yes. Right now. Okay. And Gabby, you're just, you uh, are a, uh, a big fibber. Is that why you're here today? How did you end up <laughs> as part of this? No, I just randomly one day put in some, I've had some crazy stories um, of when I used to be a president of my sororities. So I threw one of those in there. Oh. Um, but, and you didn't uh, get picked for that. I did not. Can you quickly oh, so tell us a, a, a yeah. crazy yeah, president of the sorority? Everybody can commercial? tell you their story for sure. Yeah. I have definitely a handful. Um, a lot of it has to do with like people getting upset when they get in trouble. So I had one person that to this day, I have no idea who it was that I woke up, um, woke up one day, walked outside and they wrote this whole long letter about how um, I was like a terrible person. And then he like called my boyfriend ugly because he wasn't in Greek life. Very weird. So they like would put letters trying to like get at me and say they were going to tell on me. And then mm. one other person wrote this like whole secret novel that she like got published. He was an author and it ended up being all about stories about like different people within my sorority. So it okay. definitely was, it definitely wasn't adventure. frail Mary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it definitely was not fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. So Corey B, most of the uh, imposters today were people who pitched you stories. And this is sort of like, Hey, we're not using your story. But can you lie that's about correct. something yes. else? Okay, okay. cool. That's, All right. That's well, thank good, you, Gabby. That was that was great. Thank you, Gabby. And, and, and person number two, who are you? Hi, I am Emily. I am not a professional circus performer. Um, my fun fact was I peaked at age 10, I guess, when I won a Sports Illustrated contest. Um, I was sponsored by Got Milk, and I got to um, go on a sports fantasy weekend in New York City where I met a lot of famous athletes. Who did you meet? Sweden. Um... Um, I, well, I got to go to Shea Stadium. I met Orr Rico Bronia. All right. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't a big baseball fan. I met Terry Lipinski, the figure skater. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was hosted. What sport by, did you did you play? Emily? I am a big basketball player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were That's there any good. Mets there at Shea Stadium? Yeah, I mean, we went to a game. We went out on the field and um, went out like I guess I don't know underground and like the we like did um, I don't know what you call it even pitching like we. Um, did some like batting and the, went yeah, the you went in the cages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, what cages. year was yeah, this? Right. This was in 1999. Oh, great year oh, to be at Shea Stadium. Yeah. Good. Ray, I yeah, hope Ray, yeah. Ordon- Ray, Ray Ordonez was working on a swing <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't see Mike Hampton. Uh, I'd have to ask my mom. My Hampton. mom. My mom went with me, and she was a big sports fan, so I think she probably actually maybe mm-hmm. enjoyed it more than. 
And how, Emily, where'd your where'd your basketball career peak at after you hit sport hit Sports Illustrated by the time you were ten? Like LeBron style. But she probably got a scholarship. That's why she doesn't know how much colleges cost. Yeah, that's true. $40,000, 40 $40. no. You know, I, I did some research and uh, yeah, but I guess not. Uh, not well did you play college ball, Emily? I didn't. I um, got recruited by some D3s, but ultimately it was it was a lot of work for what it was going to be. And okay. Yeah, fair a, enough. A little too lazy. So. All right. Uh, well, thank you to everybody from, uh, from round one. Mm, that was fun. Yeah. yeah, thank you, everybody, in round one for participating. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Rob, you have a one-point lead over Kiva now, so so starting off strong. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's go ahead, and I will unmute uh, everybody for round number two. Okay, all right. Uh, Corey, do you, is there anything you want to tell us about round number two? Yes, once everybody is unmuted, we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody do the uh, the beginning introductions but uh but yes we've got uh everybody here it looks like so let's go ahead and get that started um person number one would you go ahead and introduce yourselves to the panel hey guys i went viral by attending a solo bachelor party all right person two please introduce yourselves i went viral by attending a solar ba solo bachelor party solar bachelor party and person number three I went viral by attending a solo bachelor party. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. So two is already sus. Tell you the story as well. <laughs> Doesn't know the word solo. <laughs> okay. So this is the story of this individual. I went viral by attending a solo bachelor party. After landing in Chicago for my friend's bachelor party, I quickly found out that the two other flights carrying the groom and the rest of the party were canceled, and I was alone. I went onto Instagram and started posting sad selfies of me doing things I was supposed to be doing for my friends under the hashtag Chicago for one. Side note, Robin Akiva, please do not Google things during this presentation and questions. Um, what was originally a joke aimed at my friends who never arrived quickly blew up and went viral. The city rallied around me with some publications even calling me the real life Ferris Bueller. Hmm. Once my friends arrived, days later, the city continued to show its hospitality, offering free access to some great things. The experience led to TV interviews across the globe, a movie, a movie script, and a free makeup bachelor party in Las Vegas, during which the groom kept me on a child's leash to make sure it didn't happen again. Wow. That is round two story. I'll go ahead and get you guys started here. Okay. Rob, does this sound familiar? Because it does sound familiar to me. Uh, it does not sound familiar to me. I, I, I don't nothing. I don't think there's anything in my head that would help me solve this mystery. But I, I do remember hearing about a solo bachelor okay. party, and I maybe possibly even followed along with it. But there's so you know, internet is is very yeah. vast, and I forget things two days later. Yes. Okay. All right. You go first here. All right. Uh, person number three. Uh, can you tell me about the uh, movie script? Yeah, so uh, we got we got a, a call, uh, got a little bit of information, and never really went anywhere. But uh, we had a couple of producers and writers call, and uh, at least took down the story. And that's about all I know at this point. Okay. Yeah, it is. By the way, it would make a decent movie. I do think there is a movie, like a fun comedy movie, there where the guy is just like Ferris Bueller,ing it up in Chicago. Um, person number one, poor person two, who said solar might not get any questions. Uh, and it's probably him. He was just nervous. Um, person, person number one, 
which uh, of your solo events went most viral? What was the most popular thing you did? Uh, I think the most popular thing was when I went to the the Bears game and I had uh, three empty seats just happened to be around me. So it really kind of stuck out even further of being uh, at the solo bachelor party. Should have sold those tickets, my guy. Oh, no, I didn't buy tickets. It just happened to be empty seats around me. Oh, okay. So they were fake empty seats, but you're like, uh, my friends aren't here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, follow up question from uh, for person number one. Uh, what was the uh, final score of the uh, Bears <laughs> games that you went to? Oh, man. Wow. Uh, Who they play? The Cardinals smashed them. Uh, I think they won by like 24 or something like that. I think it was like 40 something to 20 something. What year was this person won? Uh, 2015. Cardinals smashing the Bears in 2015. Remember, Robin Akiva, no research. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, we're doing research. You think we're he doesn't research. know this? Uh, <laughs> no, but I don't remember. I don't. That okay? Let's get person two involved. I feel bad. Yeah. It's not definitely not him. Okay. You, um, uh, can I ask a question to Akiva? Yeah, please. Okay. Did the Bears play the NFC West in 2015? Well, it doesn't matter because the year before oh, they yeah, may have. They yeah. may. I, it's hard. <laughs> there's a one in four chance that okay. they may have played anyway. <laughs> I, that I could figure out based on <laughs> two years ago. It would take. It would be very boring. It would take a few minutes for me to think yeah. about it. Um, Chester person two, Ch- uh, no, he, he's not. I don't know. That's maybe not his area of expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, person two, uh, what was the primary platform that you were posting these these uh, tweets or Instagrams or Facebook that was going viral on? It was all on Instagram. Okay, interesting. Because I'm not a big Instagram guy, Rob. Especially in 2015, I certainly didn't even have like a an account, mm-hmm. and I I it seemed to remember this, but maybe this has happened a few times also. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you weren't posting on Twitter at all, person two. Not on Twitter, um, on Instagram, and then some Facebook afterwards. Okay. Interesting. But, okay. okay. Um, person number three. What was the reason that all the planes were so delayed getting into Chicago? So I live in Nashville and there were a lot of storms that came through and uh, we had some tornadoes that knocked everything out. So I had actually gone up before for a conference and uh, and my friends were stuck because they couldn't get up there. Chicago, by the way, also, uh, I think Chicago is the official place. Uh, Corey, was that in your story or no? Yes, and it's in, it Chicago. Was in Chicago. Okay, because Chicago was like an interesting bachelor place. A lot of people go from Chicago to Nashville, I think, and not vice versa. An interesting, especially if it was the winter, an interesting bachelor party place. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, Rob and I wouldn't know. We don't get invited to a lot of bachelor parties. No. And if we do, they're at Disney World. <laughs> I don't even get invited to one at Disney World. <laughs> I know. Even those, we can't manage to <laughs> finagle the invite for. Yeah. Um, who, who, Rob, who do you want to ask your next question to? Okay. Uh, person number two, could you tell me what were some of the other stops on the bachelor party? Yeah. Um, so... It was the Bears game. We went to a Cubs game uh, to the top of the Sears Tower, uh, an architecture tour through the city, a lot of the Chicago staples. Uh, what month was this again, person two? I, I missed when he said it before. September. Oh, interesting. Very convenient that there would be a Cubs and a Bears game. It was the only month that's possible, right, Rob? Mm-hmm. Um, but what, and what was the reason that there was no weather? Rob, do you remember tornado. what they say? Tornado. Tornado. Was, was, right, uh, those happened. I, I, I believe that was, was that per, I believe that was person yeah, wasn't three. Uh, that, yeah, that let's ask person one something. Okay. Uh, person one, what was your highlight of the whole solo trip? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I, like when I kind of alluded to the, the Ferris Bueller treatment, I was walking down, um, I was trying to find a restaurant that someone had 
uh, recommended to me and someone kind of popped out of this really awesome pizza place. I think it was called um, Pieces. And they're like, hey, pizza. What? No, no, keep going. Yeah. And I was doing one of those kind of gloomy, fake, uh, fake frowny Instagram pictures and, and they popped down. They're like, hey, are you that guy? I'm like, you know, who? I didn't realize this was like a thing yet. And he's like, the one that's doing the Bachelor for one. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, and they, they brought me inside and, and I had free dinner. It was pretty sweet. Rob, it's interesting that the one is glomming onto two's. I think it was two's idea that was on Instagram, right? Person three, did you, did you go viral on Instagram also, or was it Twitter, or Facebook, or something else? Akiva, no, I'll point Instagram. out, Instagram was also mentioned in the in the. Oh, I'm story. sorry, I'm stupid. Okay, hmm. I missed that. All right, interesting. Um, person number one, uh, where did you stay during this trip? Oh, we had rented a, an Airbnb um, just right off of, I think it was about a, a half mile off of Michigan. Mm-hmm. A little early for Airbnb, Rob. A little early. Mm-hmm. Number 20. I think it existed, but it wasn't as popular. Person two, where'd you stay? Uh, we stayed in a hotel right on the river. What hotel? Hilton. Okay, Hilton. I think it was a Person three, where'd you stay? Uh, we stayed at the Marriott on the Magnificent Mile. We should have, Rob, we should have gotten Liana to help us here because when, when you play Among Us with Liana, like she'll find the body. She'll be like, no, I'm not telling you. You, you tell me where you were. And then I'll tell you at the end where the body was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, he said the Marriott um, person three for a while was, here. So let's try to finish yeah, up here. We could, okay. we could almost wrap up. Person three. Um, I guess everyone quickly answered this. What was the most famous TV show you went on? Uh, you said you did like the, the morning show rounds or something after that. Person yeah. Three, uh, I went on the today show. Who, who are the hosts of the today show? Uh well, I got Carson Daly, so uh. Ooh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Person two, what was your show? The Today Show. Mm-hmm. And who are the hosts? Don't say Carson Daly. There's no way he was hosting both of you. Um, it was one of those like um one of those like panels. So it was like Carson Daly and I think like Al Roker might have come in and a couple mm-hmm. of the other other hosts. Yeah. Like they did. And person one, what about you? Were you also on the Today Show? No, I was on uh, Kelly and Michael. Ooh, I like how specific that is. Was Kelly and Michael like a thing in 2015? Hmm. But it is very Today Show-y, right, Rob? Rob has post-it notes. Rob, you're really taking notes, right? Yeah, I take notes. I take notes. That's Uh, good. The uh, the problem is sometimes that that, uh, somebody's jumping in and I I didn't realize which person it was that was was talking. Sorry, sorry. I'm pretty sure that one of them is not it, Rob, but none of them... It might be none of them. I'm pretty sure the two of them are not it. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to ask question, Robert. No? Hold, hold on. You know, I, let me let me just ask uh, my okay. uh, l- last uh, question. Um, person, person number three. Uh, what what did you do on the bachelor party where you were on a leash? <laughs> I wasn't like actually on a leash, but he made sure that we stayed together and that we all flew out together this time, so that. Uh, that we wouldn't have a repeat. And can I, can I ask uh, person number one, why did you have to be on a leash that you didn't get lost? It wasn't like a home alone situation. They got stuck. They didn't yeah, get there. You sense, got right? where you were supposed to be. They, you should have the rest of them on a leash. Yeah. Again, it wasn't like a real physical leash. Uh, my buddy whose uh, wedding it was as, as much more of a low profile person than I normally am. And he wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that this didn't turn into another big, uh, big Instagram following. Cause I had this idea to do some sort of, um, hangover sort of scenario that he really didn't want me to do. A lot, by the way, Rob, a lot of time off work to go to two bachelor parties for the same dude, right? Yeah, forget it. A tough sell for work. Like, mm-hmm. I know he went viral, but now it's like, all right, 
you know. <laughs> Second one, that's expensive, too. You went to Nashville and Vegas or Chicago and Vegas. Mm-hmm. You must be, uh, were you a person one? Were you a groomsman? Yeah. Okay. And they're still right. married, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's Guys, do this thing. Who was, who was it that, that said they went on uh, Kelly and Michael? I did. Well, well, I don't know person which person one. Person one. Okay. <laughs> person one. Okay. Yeah, you got to yeah. say that also. The people can't hear. All right. So, person okay. one and Kelly and Michael, everyone at Carson Daly uh, as, <laughs> on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. You guys ready to lock in some answers? I'm locking in my answer. Yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm torn between two people. Uh, so am I. I know it's not uh, a specific one of them, but. Yeah. Who uh, are you ruling well, out, Akiva? Well, this is going to help you. This is going to help you. I'm ruling out two. I don't <laughs> yeah, think it's no, two I'm at all. I think he was repeating two. a lot of answers. I'm, I'm, I'm two. I'm out and, he, and he did start off on yeah. a bad foot with the solar. No yeah. offense. <laughs> if it's person two, we love you. Uh, are they all are these people are all like Renap, Renap familiar? Uh, either that or they know someone who is, but most of them okay, are that's fine. familiar. That's fine. Yes. Oh, it's like, oh, my friend will come on. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Rob, do you want to say our answer at the same time? Like, sure. uh, Corey B will count okay, to three and then we'll each say it? Yeah. All right. I got it. Here we go. And what, remember, we always have an argue. So it's one, two, three. It's three to one blast off. And then when we say blast off, Rob and I both say our number. This okay? is a good callback. Yes, I yes. will say blast off this time just for yes, you. Yes, please. Okay. Please, please, please. Okay. Three, two, one, blast off. One. Three. Ooh, okay. okay. So Rob, Let's you see, said I'm one, trying to even up the three. score here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I could, I could have gone either way on, uh, me too. on this. Me too. I, I, I'm I trying really... to think of a better question we could have asked them because we didn't really knock out anything other than person two not really having a great alibi <laughs> yeah i could have gone if it's person two it's hilarious by the way yeah um you know that uh for me that just uh going back and forth uh, to say to speak to the points of both of them uh you know per- that person one going on kelly and, and michael really uh was a selling point for me but person three uh you know that uh staying near the magnificent mile was a real uh we might yeah yeah we, rob we might have bullied person one the saying kelly and michael because i didn't really love the carson daly answers for three and two <laughs> first so he could be the right person but also just made up a show to like there is some strategy there you can lie um to get the win even if you're the, you're the right person mm-hmm. yeah but he had like the right around the dead the body right in among us like i'm not reporting this for that gonna, era so for me. yeah okay. the, 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 Airbnb, I'll tell you what, the person one goes staying at an airbnb was sus for me but i still I agree i yeah. i agree i agree okay all right, let's go ahead and find out who's been telling the truth. So, will the real truth teller please tell us your number? It was me, number two. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this yep. guy was this guy was so drunk the whole time he didn't even remember his own story. Yeah. Well, oh. no, I I stumbled over solo, and you guys wrote yeah. me off, and then every wrote question I got was like after someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh my, God. oh my god! Oh my god! And two said bears, and you'll said bears and cubs. No, and I'm like, well, that's convenient. You know why else I said uh, I was out on person number two because that uh, the things that you did go to the top of the Sears Tower and the architectural. Yeah. This sounded like it was going to be the worst bachelor party <laughs> ever to You're, begin with. Yeah, it's great well, that your friends bailed on you. Person yeah, two. I think they just didn't show up. They heard what the itinerary <laughs> was, and they said, "I'm not we're, doing we're, that." Do you think maybe he wasn't? Yeah. Do you think maybe it was like, uh, like an, it was like the first ghosting in 2015? Like, he, like maybe he was like annoying them in the group chat and they actually went to Vegas and they just told him, like, all right, go to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had to hit all the Chicago staples. And then, I mean, otherwise it's drinking during all of that as well. So mm-hmm. it makes it a lot more exciting. 
So number two, go ahead and go ahead and tell Robin to keep your name. Uh, my name's Robbie. Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, Robbie, you're world renowned. You are the bachelor party for one guy. How did anybody get sold on a do-over bachelor party? Oh, it was just because that you got famous and then it was like you got comp to go to a real bachelor party. Is that what it was? So it was really great. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but Delta really screwed everyone over because they you can canceled. Say that. The They're flights. not a sponsor. Here. Doesn't listen to okay. this. <laughs> yeah, they, they canceled <laughs> the flights because of uh, the pilot. They were running behind, and the pilot uh, had been flying for too many hours. And then once they announced that, they changed it to a um, they changed it to weather because that's an act of God. So they didn't have to rebook anyone. So we were posting about this and bashing Delta, and then. Out of nowhere, Southwest Airlines came in and was like, we'll make it up to you. We'll take everyone for free. Corey, at three and one, should we meet three and one? Yeah, let's do that. So uh, let's start with uh, let's start with number three this time. Can you introduce yourself to the panel? Yeah. Hi, uh, my name is Jason McDaniel, um, and I never went on a solo bachelor party, but uh, I did while I was a senior in high school. One of my jobs was to walk around pregame at the Tennessee Titans football games in an eight-foot inflatable Pillsbury Doughboy costume. Why? Uh, my <laughs> So, uh, Kroger, uh, sorry, another plug for a non-sponsor, uh, is one of the sponsors of the Titans, and they had a, a race of different characters around the football field. And so myself, Chicken of the Sea uh, Mermaid, a Keebler Elf, and uh, a inflatable cow which i'm not really sure why we would go go around and i feel filled a lot of people's dreams of getting to poke Pillsbury doughboy in the snow yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. lots Look of children you, uh punching yeah. uh, a little too low mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah three you almost had us <laughs> you almost had us and, and who's person number one hey guys i'm brandon lawrence i'm an er doc in phoenix arizona uh, mm-hmm. And I oh, did that's indeed, where that's why the Cardinals won so big against the Bears that day. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They killed them. And I did indeed stay in an Airbnb in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So the pandemic's been a whole a whole thing, right? Stress. And I actually didn't listen to any podcasts until um, this started. And I used you as this kind of stress reliever. You guys as uh, podcasts and and uh, TEO. Wow. Did it work? Stuff. Oh, we're man. heroes, right? We're we're the ones supplying the doctors with their energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, I agree. I'm going to tell my wife that. Yeah, no, Rob, awesome. you should tell your wife that for real. <laughs> I was uh, like charting stuff at the end of the day to decompress, and it's really uh, it's really helped a lot. Okay, well, I'll suggest that to my wife when she comes home from the hospital. Of uh, that, uh, honey, have you considered uh, putting on an episode <laughs> of Robin the Keeping Your Podcast? <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Any word on the musical from her? I, I, with her doppelganger or anything? She, uh, I don't think she cared for it. No, even she and she would not have acknowledged that it was a it was a direct hit. Also. She agreed that it was very well done, but she was uh, very passive aggressive about the whole thing. And I think that mm-hmm. she like was implying that uh, I, again. I'm not sure exactly what what her point was here, but she just kept mentioning, "Oh, you mean the love story between you and Akiva." Like, I don't know. I don't know if she's jealous of you or uh-huh. if that, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly. What Wait her, until after what today when is. I had all these tech issues. You're going to go downstairs and be like, Nicole, let me complain about a key. But she's like, ooh, finally. Mm-hmm. You're doing mm-hmm. the opposite. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. That was good. Yeah. Round two was good. That all right. was fun. Uh, great job. Let me, let me ask uh, Robbie real quick. Do you have any tips on how to help make this podcast go viral? 
Um, you could fly out somewhere. You can uh, fly out somewhere and ditch each other when you're there, and then just start posting about it. Maybe mm-hmm. this is oh, really an evolution of me in the middle. Online. Yes. Yeah. Was your like miss me in the middle? Yeah, miss me in the middle. Was your friend's wife uh, or fiance excited when the bachelor party did not come together? She thought it was hilarious, and the bachelors, the she might put the a, a spell the on the party got there like three days later, and then every place that I had gone by myself, they re-invited us and allowed them to do for free. It was pretty awesome. Which so the bachelor party shows up in Chicago, and then you went to Vegas afterwards. They showed up. They only had about twenty four hours, and then we went to Vegas afterwards. Yeah. Oh, it was all in the same on the same trip. No, Vegas was like a month and a half later. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Of, these guys got a lot of days off from work. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Nobody has that. You know, go into the office anytime. Kind all right. Of. Sick days. All right. Mm. Um, well, uh, everybody for round two. Thank you so much. Anybody have a Thanks plug so much, or anything? Guys. Mask. No? Okay. Mask. Wearing a mask. The doctor says wear a mask. Okay. Wear a mask. There you go. Great job. All right. Uh, all right. Let's head into round three. Yes. We're let's go into round flying three. Flying into round three like a Chicago bachelor party for one. That's right. And uh, I'll remind everybody that uh, Rob currently still has one and Kiva currently still has zero. Uh, that round that round fooled both of you, which yeah, what a uh, I always talk as a victory personally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Corey won. Corey's got one point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's one point for me. Okay. Um, so everybody's going right. to try to flub their intro now. So we write them off. <laughs> My yes, name is exactly. Johnny. I mean, Jason, and I am a botanist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. uh, a uh, botanist. Yeah. Honest, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, um, round three is everybody uh, lit up here? Looks like it. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get round three started. So, person number one, please tell us about yourself. Hey, I refereed a water polo game in North Korea. Okay. Okay. Person number two, I refereed a water polo game in North Korea. And person number three, I refereed a water pool game in North Korea. Awesome. So let me tell you this person's story in their own words. I was teaching an English program to the top middle school students in North Korea. During a field trip, one afternoon, instead of watching my students play in the gym, I was given a whistle and told to head up to the pool. The game was pure pandemonium. I can't remember who won. But I think I was the true winner because many of these future North Korean leaders didn't even know how to swim. Okay, so that is the story. I will take a quick note here and say uh, the truth teller has opted not to reveal their name just uh, out of just uh, an abundance of precaution. And uh, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get to some questions. We normally wouldn't reveal the name until afterwards anyway, mm-hmm. but you won't find out their name until, uh, well, you won't find out their name at all. Uh, it's, yes. it's the better way to put that. Okay. Um, can I ask you a question, Corey, uh, that could you just reset this? If this was a, some sort of like Olympic water polo game. This is just a, a random water polo game. This is a water polo game full of top, North Korean students. Uh, my my impression of the story is that they were students that are sort of groomed to be future leaders, like okay. top of the class sort of students. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, but not in an official capacity game. Um, Corey, before I even ask them, can we ask uh, the person? Because I know there's a couple things we're not supposed to ask them. Um, 
Can we ask them how they ended up in North Korea? Yes, you can ask that. Uh, but please okay. don't ask like specific month or year. Or, or sure, yeah, we won't ask dates. We're not going to ask dates. Okay. Yeah. Um, how, person three, how did uh, person one, excuse me, how did you end up in North Korea? So I was uh, at college. I was learning to become an ESL teacher. And one of our possible internship situations was going to North Korea. Mm-hmm. Rob, can I ask the, the next two the same question? Sure. All right. Person two, how did you end up in North Korea? I was also in school. It was part of an extracurricular club that I was a part of. Uh, North Korea wasn't the only country that we went to, but it's definitely the one that we can uh, not talk about. Hmm. Okay. And person three. My parents wanted me to go anywhere. They said you can go anywhere in the world. Uh, they thought I was going to the beach to check out girls. I want to go to North Korea and check out something fun. So they sent me. They thought you were going to the yeah, beach well, to um, check out girls. Person number three, what was the something fun you were going to go hope to check out in North Korea? I wanted to see the world. I love history. I just wanted to see what was going on over there. You read all kinds of stuff. I want to be there for a stand. Mm-hmm. Um, person one, where do you stay when you were in North Korea? What type of place? We stayed in a hotel. There are a few hotels that are open to foreigners. Okay. Rob, you got uh, any questions? Yep. Yeah, uh, person number two, what was the score of the water polo game? <laughs> I, absolutely no clue. I know very little about water polo. Hmm. That is an interesting sport that they picked, Rob, to go in. Like everyone just had a bathing suit on them. That's kind of interesting, you know? Mm hmm. I've never played water. I don't think I've ever played a formal water polo game in your life. Right? <laughs> no, Marco Polo. Marco Polo. You play in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Not so much water polo. Okay. Well, do you have any questions for them, Rob? Yes. Uh, person number three. Uh, how competitive was the water polo game? What made it fun? It wasn't competitive at all. The kids had no idea what they're doing. Uh, they looked at me. They thought I knew what I was doing. I didn't know either. It was fun. It broke the ice. It was a great day. Hmm. Uh, I I don't know much about North Korea. I do wonder, like, could they have a? First of all, the teacher just had a bathing suit on them. Also, they're just like, or you know, hmm. I'm just also wondering if like there would be a female teacher in a bathing suit in the class in North Korea. I don't know much about what's going on there. Okay. Uh, well, Rob, you asked another question. Yeah. Um, person number two. Uh, what what did you eat while staying in North Korea? So there wasn't a ton to eat there. It was kind of just like the base rice dishes, um, but it was really just whatever they served. We ate. Mm-hmm. Person, what what you eat? Uh, lots of kimchi. We did Korean barbecue once. Uh, breakfast, they give us this really weird sour yogurt stuff that nobody liked. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty standard Korean fare. Interesting. Person three, what about you? What do you eat? I'm a really picky eater, so I just stuck with the rice. Uh, foreign food makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone who says foreign food makes me nervous, also going to North Korea. <laughs> Interesting. It might, it, by the way, it's possible he's telling the truth. It's just funny. Certainly. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, can they say, Corey, can we ask them how long they were there for? Yeah, I believe that's fine. Okay. Uh, person one, how long were you there for? About three weeks. Person two? Only two weeks. Person three. Five weeks. Five okay. weeks. Okay. Um, person number three, could you describe the pool? 
slightly smaller Olympic sized pool. I mean, it was for the uh, top school there. So they really did it right. Um, I don't know how big an Olympic sized pool was, but it was bigger than the ones I usually take a look at. Hmm. Um, person number two, what was the weather like that day? Uh, it was actually cloudy. It was kind of cold, but it was mostly cloudy. How would you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> person one. <laughs> Do you agree that there's no way you'd remember what the weather was? Actually, I do remember what the weather was that oh day. Oh my god! Okay, I don't even know what the weather was today. Yeah. in my in my own house. Let alone five years ago when I refereed a water polo game. Um, uh, person two, did you just happen to have a bathing suit on you? How'd that work? So the gym that we went to, kind of in the second portion of the day with the kids, was kind of it reminded me of like a YMCA where there mm-hmm. was like activity space there was a pool and stuff like that and so one of the things that we could do was go in the pool and so everyone did bring us bring a bathing suit oh, okay interesting hmm. rob did I ever tell you about how my grandfather when he was in bronx science in the 40s they uh they couldn't assume since it was still like post uh, depression that everyone could afford a bathing suit so they all just swam naked during swim class in high school <laughs> howard wienicker yeah bronx science wow. class of 1946 Still working and uh, naked bathing suits, 1940s. Yeah. I don't think it would fly nowadays. Yeah. Um, person number one. Uh, yeah. Could you describe what what was the attire of the water polo players? Uh, so the boys all had, they were mostly like black swim shorts, but the girls had really cute bathing suits, something like you might have seen in the 1950s. Very colorful, different fashions. Mm-hmm. Uh, person two, was the class um, mixed gender? No, it was just boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, that would have been my guess, Rob, for for a class in North Korea, especially like grooming the future leaders. Although I know the leader might become a woman, might be a woman. Um, person three, uh, uh, co-ed or or separate? It was separate. Uh, they asked me to go with the girls' class, but I felt more comfortable with the boys' class. Yeah, I don't know if in North Korea you're telling them what you feel more comfortable with. Um, all right. I'm out on person three. I mean, okay. I'm sure okay. I'm, I'm in on him as a person, but not on not for the uh, person here. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything what else do we have? Right? Anything else? Let me think uh, real quick. Um, I, I I don't feel confident yet. I don't feel like I want to close I. the. Do you the agree? Book. You're not closing the door on three. Uh, that I'd prefer not to say. Okay, fine. I have Fair a person enough. that I'm leaning towards. Okay. Okay. You want us one more question, Rob? I'm out. Yeah, let's do let's do like one more. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to ask a question to person number two. And I would like to ask, uh what were uh how how much Korean do you speak? Uh, very little. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, person one? How much Korean do you speak? I can say "annyeonghashimnika" and "bali bali," which is "hello" oh, man. and "hurry up." <laughs> oh man, person one really—that I was—that I mean, that's helping them. Mm-hmm. Unless they learn like five Korean yeah. phrases just for this, pulling an Aisha on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, guess I think Aisha learned the entirety of Norwegian just for that joke. By the way, so I don't know if it's pulling an Aisha. Um, huh? You have anything? Uh, I I don't. I'm trying to. Th- I just uh, Corey. Actually, fine. You you make sure I can ask this question. Can you tell me how you guys got to uh, Pyeongchang? Can they can they answer that? Uh, they don't see the city they left from, but like how many flights and stuff? 
I'm not sure. I uh, that that's probably okay as long as there's uh-huh. no very specific identifying. Detail. Yeah, you don't have to say like don't say what city you flew out of. But like, was it more? Like, yeah, you know what? Forget it. Scrap the question. Once <laughs> once we're asking them to like lie, basically, it's not worth it. Cool. Let's well, go I'm ahead. So torn and... between one and two, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mentally lock in those answers now if you can. Okay. Rob, I'm blocking you. You could you could, you could flash Corey. Your okay, answer. you're. Uh... <laughs> Well, yes. I think we could say it at the same time again. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's do three, two, are one we, blast off. Are we blasting off again? We're blasting yeah. off again. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. Blast off. Two. One. Oh, you know what? The I, the Korean should have thrown me back. I I was leaning one the whole time, and now I flipped the two. Mm-hmm. I think so, I so Rob it. guessed one, and Akiva guessed two. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't guess the person who spoke Korean. Any thoughts on, on why on your side, Rob? Uh, the Korean was, you know, uh, definitely the, the closing point. Uh, she had a lot of details about the, uh, food. Um, I think it would make sense for, uh, her reason of being there to be an ESL teacher, uh, made yeah. the most sense to me. So she had the best food answer too. That is true. Yeah. I believe she's the one who had the co-ed classes, which is possible, but it would not have been what I guess. Yeah, very in my specific head. answer on the bathing suits also. So, uh, mm-hmm. that's why I went with one. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, well, let's find out. Will the real truth teller please tell us your number? Number one. Ah. <laughs> Two nothing, Rob. Okay. Two nothing yeah. for Rob. Yes. Yeah, so, so tell us about this uh, a little more, more about this water polo match that you had to referee. Uh, yeah, it was pretty spontaneous. We did know that we were going to be swimming that day, uh, so we did have our swimsuits ready. Um, but then the girls just took forever getting changed and all the boys are ready. So I can not only say I refereed a water polo match, but I can say I refereed an all male water polo match mm-hmm. in North mm-hmm. Korea. Okay. All right. So let's find out who these jokers are, who are uh, person number two <laughs> and person number three. Mm-hmm. Person number two, uh, very convincing. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, I'm Adam, and I've definitely been nowhere near North Korea and nowhere near water polo, but a huge fan of Renap. So yes, do you have this? Mm-hmm. Did you have a story that you wanted to share today? Oh, so my interesting or fun fact or whatever was that I used to play ping pong professionally, but not in North Korea. Not in North Korea. No, not in North Korea. Never made it that far. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day. Yes. Okay. How far did you go? I, so I played in the Indiana Open, um, and I got top 10 in there. So that was pretty cool. But Yeah, like mm-hmm. the Hoosiers, like Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, you, did your coach show you like the ping pong tables? Like, <laughs> look, this ping pong table is the same size as the one in the Olympics, baby. <laughs> <laughs> never, never got that speed. Yeah. Yeah. I never got that speed. All right, person number three, uh, who said that they just wanted to go to North Korea for fun. Uh, for fun. Wh- wh- yes. Their uh, parents think they're on the beach. Yes. <laughs> hey, tell yeah. us about yourself. Yeah, I'm Chris. I don't do well in foreign countries um, at mm-hmm. all. So I've uh, never been to North Korea or anything like that. I'm a writer for USA Today Network, and I have as many podcasts as Akiva, so I'm really excited about it. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, well, what do you podcast well, plug about? your favorite one. Um... A pop culture one I do for friends. We make fun of Ohio stuff because I live in Columbus, Ohio. You make fun mm-hmm. of Ohio stuff. What's the funniest thing about Ohio? Uh, just COVID. All kinds of... Well, that doesn't know, sound very people. funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of people don't want to wear a mask and say the governor's oh, like a socialist okay. right. and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, okay. it's fun to poke fun at. Okay. Right. Go vote on, yeah. on uh, Tuesday, Chris. Or maybe yeah. don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway... 
um Try not yeah, to antagonize fun. too many of those uh the, you know uh, real uh anti-mask people the the mm-hmm. they get but, worked up they, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Definitely. um ran, uh, yeah so person person one uh you're not gonna say your name are you a rap listener uh, I'm not, but my brother's got some connections to you guys. Okay, fine. So your brother said, "Oh, I've got a good a person with a good story here." Okay, Absolutely. right. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anybody else from round three? Any uh, any other plugs or anything you want to share? Be funny if person one's like, "I can't say my name, but I host a little podcast called <laughs> WTF with Mark Marin." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go teach ESL. It's awesome. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh thank thank you so much. All right. Uh let's go ahead <laughs> Thanks, and everybody. bring in our round four people. Okay. Yes. Big hole here, Rob. All right. I have brought all of the round four people into the chat, Corey. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So can you guys all unmute? And we'll Person number one, please tell us about yourself. I have had at least 33 different jobs. Okay. All right. Person number two. I've had at least 33 different jobs. And person number three. Calling person number three. I have had at least 33 different jobs. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me go ahead and tell you this person's story in their own words. I have had at least 33 different jobs. I have had so many jobs that I'm not completely sure if I've counted them all. Mm -hmm. I've worked in a lot of industries, including entertainment, law, food, fashion, and more. I have seen a lot of interesting things during this time. For example, I worked for a man who was murdered while I worked at his company. Whoa. By everything, mm-hmm. I've only been fired once. That's the story. I will leave it to you guys to ask the questions. Okay. Now, Corey, I don't appreciate what you've done here today to try to troll my co-host here by bringing on people <laughs> that have had so many jobs. Yeah. Not well, cool, Well, I have Corey. nine, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I want to help Akiva out because maybe you guys can talk after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with none. I'm pretty <laughs> Find happy. so many jobs. Okay. All Can right. I ask a... Yeah. You want to go first, Rob? No, go for it. All right. I'm going to ask first and last, all three. What is your first job and your current or last previous job if you don't have one currently? Person one. My very first job was working at McDonald's. Um, unfortunately, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Right now, I actually work at four different places. So this is kind of a long answer. Um, uh, I 30, teach- 31, 32, and 33. <laughs> I teach at three different colleges and I also work at a nursing home. Wow. Okay. Person two, first and last. My first job was at McMahon's Furniture Store, stuffing envelopes when I was in middle school. And Mm -hmm. my last job, uh, or my current job, is I'm an Etsy store owner. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Can you have a job in middle school, Rob? I feel like either just like, like if my daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. It's paid like ten dollars to be. I guess that's a job. I don't know. I had, I had a job in middle school. Mm-hmm. I guess it might not be on your resume, but I guess it's a job. Uh, uh, person three, first and last. Uh, my first job was a paper boy, and my last job was as a professional gambler when the casinos were still open-ish and safe to go into. Mm-hmm. Can't play online, person three. Not in my state. Okay. Okay. Not a bad answer. 
Okay. Now they all could have they, they all could have been telling the truth there, Rob. You know, sure, sure. It could have been their first and last job. They didn't say the thirty-one in the middle. Mm-hmm. I like, I like person. Listen, I'm going to lose anyway. I like person two having four jobs now because I think that's how you add it up. You know what I mean? Like I you need that to have a few at a time. Uh, just to oh, oh, sorry. You know, um, maybe that could be why you're getting crossed up here. Oh, you know what? Because there's a there's an extra person in in here, and I'm I'm looking at them. Uh, person t- one, were you the person who said you have four current jobs? Sure am. Okay, fine. You're right, Rob. Yeah, they're on top. I should let you uh, go two. with that. I'm too nice. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. because they're whatever. It's <laughs> not interesting, but they're. Um, yeah, Rob, you asked something. Okay. Um, person number one. Uh, that. <laughs> why do you? Why do you have so many jobs? Are you, that are are you sort of like uh? Are do you get bored easily? Do you get fired from these jobs? Why is so many? Only been fired once. Um, but as to why I have them right now, teaching doesn't pay as much as I wish it did. Um, and I think a part of it has to do with having anxiety. I don't like having nothing to do. It freaks me out. So I like to stay as busy as I can. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, person three, what was the worst job you ever had? I was an SAT prep instructor. And person three, what was the best job you ever had? Um, probably working on a blackjack team. Blackjack team? Okay. Uh, person one, best and worst job. My favorite job probably right now is teaching. Um, worst job, anything in the fast food industry. Um, for me, that's McDonald's and yeah. Subway. I hated it. Mm-hmm. And two, let's finish the trifecta. Um, the worst job I had was working for a hip hop clothing line. Mm-hmm. And I was only one There's- of two people of my color there. Um, so it was really weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. The best job I have is the one I have now. Etsy okay. store owner. Um, see, this is hard because I think that, you know, uh, I think everybody is probably telling the truth about uh, these, yeah. uh, the jobs that they've had. I don't think that anybody is like outright lying about like good jobs, bad jobs, jobs they may have now. The problem is that uh, did they also have 27 other jobs along the way? Have you guys asked about the guy who got murdered? I feel like that would be a good question. <laughs> That's always funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay uh, for person number one, uh, what was your reaction to hearing about your boss being murdered? And you didn't do it, right? Can you confirm that you weren't there? I suppose I could confirm that I wasn't there. Um, my reaction obviously was horrified. Um, I feel like that is a natural reaction to have. But my boss, when I say my boss, I mean like the higher up in the position. I had very little contact with them, so there wasn't really mm-hmm. a one-to-one relationship with them. But it's still traumatic. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you got me feeling bad. Yeah. Uh, person three. Uh, what, what was the situation with your boss being murdered? Uh, so it was actually, it was on the blackjack team. Uh, the owner got robbed in his house and it was a botched robbery. Got shot. In Vegas? Uh, Henderson. Okay. Hmm. Not a bad answer. What about you, person two? Um, he was the um, owner of the company and he was, it, they think it was a hit. He was mm-hmm. um, someone, he, he lived in one of those gated communities Mm-hmm. And somebody rolled up on a bicycle and shot him to death in his driveway. On a bicycle? 
Did they okay. did they find the guy? Um, I it it I don't think they ever did, but I'm not sure. Okay, because I left shortly after that. Mm, yeah. And there's no Google or anything after that. I'm just messing with you, person. Too. <laughs> um, uh, you have anything else? I'm not so sure here, Rob. Again, like you said, it's hard because there's a lot of truth in all of their stories. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, who person? Person one. You're the one who said you were only fired once, right? Yes, sir. Why do you get fired? Uh, it was at McDonald's. Um, I turned mm-hmm. off the ice cream machine. Um, the ice cream machine. I'm sorry, I stuttered. Um, I turned it off early, put up a sign on the drive-thru window and said that we couldn't sell ice cream anymore and forgot mm-hmm. to take that sign down for the morning. I thought that's like a big thing. I've never been to a McDonald's. In the morning. Uh, outside the kosher one. I thought I, I thought like the McDonald's, uh, like one of the most famous things, Rob, is that the ice cream machine is always broken in McDonald's. I think that they are not always broken, but I think that they require a lot of maintenance. I think that that's yeah. one of the what's one Person of the three, how many times have you been fired? Uh, once. Yeah. You wanna, can you say anything about it? Oh, uh, I was a mortgage broker at Countrywide. Okay. Okay. Uh, person number two, uh, what was the longest period of time that you stayed at any of your jobs and which job was it? It's um, actually my current job, the Etsy shop owner. I've had it for mm-hmm. eight years. Interesting. I will say, just judging by voices, remember, we can't see them. Person one, that's on the youngest. Um, just think in terms of having 33 jobs, but they also have four jobs currently. So maybe it doesn't take too much time. Person one, what's the longest you've been at a, a, in one place of employment? I held on to a job at a nursing home for about three and a half years before I got sick of that place and jumped to a different nursing home. Oh, okay, fine. But you're still in nursing homes. Interesting. Okay. It's a long time. Are you guys good to guess? Um, sure. Uh, can I, I'm really not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think I have a I have a strong feeling of uh, mm-hmm. where, of where I want to go. Let me ask uh, one uh, one question to uh, the panel. Uh, what as a person who has had thirty three different jobs, uh, do you have any advice for our listeners? If we could get uh, all three of the panelists to mm. answer that question, uh, as a person with thirty three jobs, uh, what's the best advice you've learned? Person number one. Um, don't be willing to settle at a place that. Pays you a lot of money if you're not happy there. Okay. Person number two. Um, Don't be a train wreck of a human being. How did you learn that from the 33 jobs? Um, You you could get murdered by somebody on a bicycle. I don't are know. You, are you throwing shots at yourself there, person two? You're calling yourself you know. a train wreck of a human being? No. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, That's definitely. what they're doing. You, yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. I thought you were saying you've worked yeah. with so many train no, wrecks. No, I'm a, I'm a no, train wreck. No, you're not. Look at the Etsy store. Yeah, it's killing it. Yes. What do you sell in your Etsy store? I sell crafting supplies for predominantly women. Okay. Okay. All right. And person number three, uh, what's the best advice you've learned along the way? Uh, if you don't like what you're doing, get out before they fire you. Okay. All right. I, don't, I haven't ruled out any of the three of them, honestly, Rob. Yeah, this has been pr- probably the uh, a, a very a very hard round because I feel like that no that everybody's able to sort of like pull on their real life experience. Yeah, can we do ranked choice voting here, Rob? Where we do one, two, and three? 
just in case not um, well, everyone's got the, the, the first one. The, the next two people, it's based on how many jobs they had, where it's like, well, I actually had uh, 30 jobs. No, and I had 22. Well, it's, more like, it's more like our second choice is like, if our first choice misses, then our second choice has some value. Yeah, if I, you both get the first choice wrong, I'll give it to who got okay, the second choice right. I mean, I could give it to you either way. I have my pick and I could give you my second pick. Okay. This is tough. Are, are, are you ready with yours, Akiva? You know, I really like person one, but they were, they, I, I'm listening a little bit for like the likes, you know, like the, the words that you'd use if you're trying to make up a story. And I think they had a little bit more of that at the end. Yeah, I'm going to say person. Okay, Rob, let's do it. Three, two, one. Let's oh, do three, are we two, doing rank to your, your top? Oh, okay. Are you ranking them? Uh, uh, fine. So uh, do you have your rankings yeah. already? I'm, right, I'm good so to I'm go. I'm going to go two, one, three. What's your rankings? Okay, I go uh, three, one, two. And Rob did write it down. He's a man of integrity, if nothing else. So Rob, your first guess is three. And yeah. Kiva, your first guess is two. Mm-hmm. You both guessed one as your second guess. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that one of you has guessed correctly. So okay. let's go ahead and have the person who was telling the truth. Please say your number. Two. Number two. Yes. So that's me. I won, right? That's yep. right. Akiva gets the point. All right. So I'll tell you why, I, why to, uh, I sort of... I wasn't feeling it because they had the same, the same job for eight years does cut out a lot of employment time rob but i feel like she wouldn't have said be a train wreck and throw shots at the other person if it wasn't her do you know what i mean mm-hmm. okay. if she's not miss 33 jobs i feel like she would not have said that the other person is a train wreck for having the 33 jobs that's, yes that's what the yes I, I thought it would have been hard to hit 33 within at uh one job for eight years mm-hmm. yeah how'd you get there person too <laughs> well um first of all my name is michelle and michelle. um can i plug my store Sure. Please, it's, yeah. It's at, on all platforms... Fire Goat, 33 times. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> really. <laughs> um, it's at Goat Girl Goodies. Go Girl Goat Goodies. Girl. No, goat like, uh, like Tom on Survivor. Like we goat, goat. this. Yes. No, like a goat Like farm. LeBron James in basketball, the goat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah G-O-A-T. Yeah. We go, yeah. 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 Goat, goat Girl Goodies. Girl goodies. <laughs> all right, that's easy. Um. I'm going to actually it's 34 jobs because after Corey got, you know, asked me to do this, mm-hmm. um, I counted them all and it is 34. Wow. So I was wrong. Um, all right. I think you say that Corey was paying I'm, you to be here and this counts as job 34. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give you some of the highlights. Okay. Okay. I worked mm-hmm. at Happy Steak, home of the Golden Spud. I worked at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. My mom owned an upscale lingerie store. Whoa. I worked mm-hmm. at Speedo Swimwear for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked as a personal assistant to a Star Trek Deep Space Nine actress. Whoa. Which one? Um, she was a, a recurring character in the... Um, she was uh, a lead of the Daba girl. Yes. Oh, Chase Masterson. Absolutely. I worked for yes. Chase for 40 years. Yeah, I used to I used to uh, know her from when I first moved to uh, Los Angeles. And that was after I left Los Angeles. I'm a Southern California girl, yeah. born and raised. Um, so, yeah, I worked. Um, I met every single Star Trek star yes. from every single major show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, amazing. That, I mean, um, the Star Trek world, that's like, you know, we're with uh, like the, the reality TV world and the Star Trek world, uh, not too dissimilar. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, um, let's see what else. I worked in commercial real estate. I worked for an upscale law firm in San Diego, for pharmaceutical consulting firm, a CPA firm, the Machinist Union. Um, you know, like I've done a million things, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm really, and I'm not, Look, I am really, really smart. So I get really bored really quickly when I master mm-hmm. a job. And the reason I've had my Etsy store for eight years is because it's always different and I get to work from home. Yes. And I love okay. working from home. And I'm, cool. I've been listening to you. Guys. I'm a patron and I'm also a, um, I've been listening way before I was a patron. Yes. So. All right. Well, th- mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you, Michelle. I, I'm checking out. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. On Rob, can go, we, go girl goodies? Go girl yes. goodies. yes. Rob, yeah. can we ask person one uh, and then three how, how many jobs they've actually had? Sure. Person one, how many jobs have you actually had? And tell us your name. And tell us your name. Please. I am Elise. I have had probably 22, 23 jobs. So, okay. Kind of up there. Yeah. Mm hmm. And you're welcome for the compliment. Did you really young. get fired from oh, McDonald's for uh, putting these, the, the uh, ice cream machine is broken on the drive through? No, but my best friend did. Ah, um, okay. We turned it down. Like it, when, when we were doing those 50 cent ice cream cones, the ice cream would come out like pure water. So we just decided, screw it. We're done making ice cream for the night. And we shut it down and they did not like that in the morning. Yes. Okay. In person. Elise, what's your, uh, what's your interesting fact? Y'all, I don't even remember what my interesting fact is because I'm probably <laughs> not that interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure it had something to do with when I was a tattoo artist. Um, I've bounced around a lot at jobs. I oh. have done fast food. I've done tattooing. I've done nursing homes. And now I am actually teaching at three different colleges. Wow. Oh, great. Uh, and person three, uh, how many jobs have you had? And were you actually a poker blackjack yeah, person? Per- person number three uh, threw me off because that uh, I recognize the voice of person number three. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rob knows me. So I'm I'm quite surprised that I was able to name? trick him. Uh, my name is Scott C. Well, you didn't. You, I, that I wasn't tricked. I figured that, that uh, I know that you like uh, your story was checking out. Uh, yes. like, right. You did you tell any lies along the way, except uh, about the person that got murdered? Uh, yeah, the person did not get murdered. I did not work at Countrywide. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But you were actually on a blackjack team, whatever that. I means. was never on a blackjack team. I am, in fact, a professional gambler, but I never worked okay. on a team. Oh, I, I think I know who Scott is too. Scott, I know you are, right? Yeah. Uh, you might. And I also figure yeah. Scott is Scott is a grown up that he's possible he could have had, uh, thirty mm-hmm. jobs. Rob, yeah. I'm a grown up too. <laughs> That's true. We're all grown ups here. Yeah. What yeah, age? But, what age is grown up? Do you think twenty five and up is grown up? Eighteen, twenty one. Who what do you think? Me? Any the panel? Anybody? What age do you think makes a grown up? It's a good question. Uh, I don't think it's an uh, a number. Okay, just one day you <laughs> hate grown up hood. Yeah, yeah. Like there's I people who are two forty people. that aren't grown ups. Yeah, but they then can be like different ages. Like that person's a grown up. That person's mm-hmm. not. Can we just do an episode where people come on, tell us their life story? They're like a mess, and we say, "All right, you're a grown up. You're not a grown up." Yeah, have Kirsten McInnes as the guest. We're called Robin Akiva yes. grow up. Yeah, Robin Akiva grow up. I love it. Yes. All right, this was a, this was a good panel. Wait, hold on. I, I want to hear Scott's story. Oh, Scott, yeah, Scott yeah, what was your, your story? story you pitched to us? Uh, so I got hired for a company I was called Interactive Networks, and we were, I was going to be um, designing software that allowed you to play along with. Uh, shows live on TV like Murder She Wrote or uh, Law Murder and Order. She Wrote. 
Yeah, like you'd watch the TV show and like it, somebody would come up on the screen and be like, is this person the killer? And you'd have to lock in your answer. Um, mm-hmm. And then you could change your answer as the show went on and stuff like no that. No show also, better better matched up with technology, Rob. Than also game shows and sporting events and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, they went out of business just after they hired me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't um, believe it didn't make it. Can I go back to uh, M- Michelle and ask, uh, you really had a boss that got murdered by somebody on a bicycle? Yeah, actually, I was 20 and um, he was murdered up in Mount Olympus in the Hollywood Hills. He was Greek and they think that he was like involved in some sort of shady stuff. And somebody, you know, while I was working there, somebody drove up. Um, somebody got into the gated community on a bike or something yeah. and they like really like rode up when he was getting out of the car. Not easy and- to ride a bike up Laurel Canyon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what happened. And I left shortly thereafter. So I never found out exactly what happened. But yeah. That's, I said, oh, no way that the murder happened on a bicycle. Nobody would use a bicycle yeah. to commit a murder. Yeah, that, yeah, that did throw me off. But then she, sure. then the train wreck thing brought me back. Yeah, in, well, so. you know, the, you know, the other thing, the interesting fact is, I worked for somebody in Denver, my second longest job for three plus years. Um, he's currently under indictment on ten charges of of pyramid scheming, and I mm-hmm. knew he was wow. shady when I worked for him, which is mm-hmm. another reason why I kind of left because it was kind of icky. Mm-hmm. working there yeah so yeah maybe i'm bad luck i don't know you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah <laughs> I, think, I think the sample size is just large enough yeah that's my opinion you're yeah you're, you know, you're bound to have a couple, so many couple shady owners yeah right <laughs> okay all right um round uh reform i'm still alive you're still one okay come yes. well, the tiebreaker is Corey makes up a story uh at, or like he's either telling the truth or lying i and have, we have an inside. idea for a tiebreaker if it comes okay. to that I don't think I'm I, win and the next one. It, it, it will be guessing which imposter has which fun fact if we get to round okay, six and fair enough, you fair guys enough. tie it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Round six round is round five. five. Excuse me. All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. So all right. Any, five, anybody else from five. round four have anything to add? Uh, I just wanted to say I have so much anxiety doing social deduction games. I refuse to play any game where I have to play a traitor or a liar. So this mm-hmm. was just an incredible experience trying to get away with lying. You, you, well, did, a good you did a good job, Scott. We appreciate yeah, you did it. A good yeah. job, Scott. Okay. All and, right. Uh, for the record, that's why I'm not asking you guys to give anyone names, just in case you guys do recognize anyone. Uh, hopefully, the story still uh, appears believable as it did that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Let's move on to our fifth and final round, and let's bring everybody in. So far, great job with the game, Corey. Thank the you. The audience is having fun playing along. That's a problem. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> all right. So it looks like we've got all three around six individuals here for our contestants. So let's go ahead and get started. Excuse me. I keep saying round six. Round five. Yes. We've got all three round five participants in. So go ahead and person number one, tell us about yourself. I am currently in more than five relationships. Okay. Mm. Person number two. I am currently in more than five relationships. And person number three. I am currently in more than five relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Is right. person three Tell faking you. that accent, Rob? No. No, they <laughs> okay, are not. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you that per- this person's story in their own words. Mm-hmm. I'm on the edge of my seat, Corey. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm currently in more than five relationships. I'm married to one of my partners and we have a dog. We also have been polyamorous since before we were married. 
My ideal Sunday morning is chatting to my spouse's partner over the kitchen table while one of my partners makes coffee and my spouse makes breakfast for all of us. I have been polyamorous for almost all of my adult life. Having multiple romantic or intimate relationships may not be how a lot of people operate, but for me, love doesn't divide, it multiplies. Got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Were we counting the dog as one of the partners? I don't believe so. Okay. Wait, but hold on. Yeah. But but the but person one's Avi is a dog, so that is a little bit of a lean <laughs> towards towards person one. Okay, um, Rob. Yes, uh, is this as close as we're going to get to shut up Tim's beloved the masked swinger? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Okay. Uh, could you just repeat repeat that story one more time, Corey? Because I want to make sure I'm, uh, I'm I'm following all that. Absolutely. So I'm Once currently getting in more into than the, my, my partner's partner. I think that I'm, yes. I, I okay. I'll ask it to that part. Yes. Um. My ideal Sunday morning is chatting to my spouse's partner over the kitchen table while one of my partners makes coffee and my spouse makes breakfast for all of us. Is that the part you were? Yeah, can I hear that one more time? Okay. Yeah. Okay. My ideal Sunday morning is chatting to my spouse's partner over the kitchen table while one of my partners makes coffee and my spouse makes breakfast for all of us. Wait, uh, I'm going to need to hear... Okay, uh, person number one, could you tell me the difference between... What is the difference between a partner and a spouse? Well, all of my partners are partners, but I am married to just one of my partners, aka my spouse. Got it. Everyone knows about each other, person one, right? Yes. Yeah, it sounds like they're all in the okay. same room. Mm-hmm. On this Sunday morning, they would be, but not always. Okay. Uh Person number two, does does the coffee maker make uh, a pot of coffee for everybody or <laughs> is it like individual like... Uh, Rob, uh, so you're just wondering about logistics for yeah, this, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have a like, ton how of, would this work for me? A ton okay. of logistics so, questions, yeah. Generally, generally, yes. Although we do also have a mocha pot, so sometimes they'll do espresso and then I also have a regular espresso machine, so sometimes if we're feeling fancy, we'll have cappuccinos. Yeah, it sounds expensive. <laughs> I, I mean, some people do half and half, and other people are uh, <laughs> uh, like a non-dairy creamer. <laughs> well, oh, is that a question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I personally go with oat milk. Uh, my spouse is more of an almond milk person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a lot of room of us- in the refrigerator for all the yeah, different creamers. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking about how expensive this is also. <laughs> We actually do have a second mini fridge that's just for beverages. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, person two, how many how many uh, like bedrooms are in the, are in this abode, and are people all like living under the same so, roof? Oh no! So my spouse and I are the only ones who are officially cohabitating. Um, mm-hmm. Our part, actually, two of my partners are in a relationship with each other, so they cohabitate also. Um, mm-hmm. But none of our other partners live with us in our house, uh, but and, they uh, are here a lot. Are there any kids in the picture here? Not in the relationships, but like not in currently. Okay. Person three. We haven't heard from person three. Yeah. Do you have a, um, it, do you have a question? Yeah. Yeah. Person three. Uh, what's the half and half situation for you? No. Um. No, I don't have any coffee <laughs> <Whoa>. questions. <laughs> okay. Do do how many? What percentage of the people outside of this? Outside of the outside of the people your relationship with know about it? Like, do your coworkers, do your good friends know that this is your lifestyle? Yeah, um, I've been doing it a long time, so I've uh, always believed in being out because I'm fortunate that I have a job where it's um, very unlikely for me to get fired for something like this. So, yeah, I've been mm-hmm. out probably for almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what type of job that is. Yeah. I don't know if you um, can say. 
Person number three, did you and did you and your spouse start solo and add to this, mm-hmm. or was this always a part of the relationship? Um, well, it's been almost our entire relationship, um, but there was like a year or two at the beginning where we sort of hadn't really made anything official. Um, it was kind of like we both didn't really know what the line for cheating was, and then I actually found the Wikipedia article for polyamory. And mm-hmm. sent it to my spouse, uh, well, my now spouse, and I was like, "Hey, this is a thing that people do," and they were like, "Yeah, that sounds great. Let's uh, let's okay. do that." Uh, whose dog was barking, Rob? That would help me if, like, person two or three also had a dog. Someone's <laughs> That's dog was probably my dog. Okay, so one and two loud. have dogs. Person three, do you have a dog? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess they have to, right? It's part of the thing. Yeah. Can your dog bark on camera for us right now to prove it? Like, <laughs> no, let's not do that. Okay, okay. fine. Um, Rob, what else do we have? I don't know. I have so oh, many questions. I have, I have so many questions. Um, so many questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, Some of them are even relevant to figuring out who's, yeah, who's the person. Imposter. Person number one. Are all of the other partners part of every, every single day? Or is it only then uh, like uh, that? Hey, this this other partner is uh, dropping in. No, so two of my partners are actually long distance. Um, met one of them in college. They were a Frisbee community. Um, and the other one actually threw an online survivor game, um, which maybe you want to know about, maybe you don't. Um, mm. But <laughs> others live near me. And then they say orgs are messy, Rob. Yeah, no, sorry. Keep going, person one. Yeah, it's not that kind of org, Akiva. Yeah, O-R-G-Y maybe. Yeah. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, um, did you want to hear more? I said that yes. one. Uh, well, we uh, want to hear a lot more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so permanently, one of them is my roommates, but also because of quarantine, another of my partners has moved in for the time being to be in our COVID circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine this getting messy with COVID. You know, you're worrying about like the fifth, you know, most important person in the uh, mm-hmm. in the couple. Like you got to pay. You got to really track how a lot of people are social distancing. Yeah, this is tricky. Okay. Uh, uh, person, who we you know we the good question is how did this come up? Who do we ask that to? Because I want to hear that from the other people. Can which person you could you could even answer which person answered the person three? I, per, all right, so person yeah, two, okay. person two. How did you broach this with your initial partner, or did it start like this, or how that happen? So okay, so um, my partner and I. This met is person in, two talking. Yes, this oh, is yes, person two talking. Person yes, two. yes. Um, my. My spouse and I met in college and it was kind of maybe about six months into our relationship um, where I kind of there was another one of my friends who like gradually things started to feel really flirty with her. And I was getting really anxious about it because I was like, you know, I love my partner, um, but I also like um, clearly have feelings for this girl. Um, and so I told my partner about it cause that just seemed like the right thing to do. And then it kind of, they actually expressed to me that sometimes they weren't sure whether they wanted to do monogamy either. And it kind of mm-hmm. just worked out, um, to where it was like, I never, ever wanted to cheat on my partner, but at the same time, I didn't want to repress those other feelings that I was having. Um, and it just, our views on it happened to align really well. This is one of the trickier things to lie about, by the way, Rob. Like for the two people, if they're not into polyamory or whatever at all, this is you know they have they're both they're all pulling off. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, good everyone's so doing far. a great job. Person number three, uh, can we go back to the the coffee situation? Uh, <laughs> same question. What's the setup when uh, you well, one of your partners is making the coffee for everybody? Okay. Um. Well, it's not coffee. Coffee. Um. One oh, of my partner makes is that coffee. A, a code word. 
No, no, okay. it's um, no, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no, I use I used coffee to refer more generally to hot beverages. So my partner will make um coffee in a French press, um, usually for my spouse's girlfriend, and me and my spouse will usually have hot chocolate. Though sometimes my spouse yeah, has, French um, press doesn't go very far. That's only like one or two cups in a French press. It's, it's I love these pretty logistics. big French press. Oh, very it's big French press. Like, big French press. Well, not, hmm. Are you buying this? What, it's like, they have a giant French press. Okay, well, let me hear. It's like 500 mils. 500 mils, okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably about, yeah. A lot of mils. Okay. And <laughs> then you and your spouse drink hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Corey, is hot chocolate candy? That's... <laughs> That's that's a great question. I think we probably don't no. want to go into that right okay. now. I'm going to uh, say yeah, hot chocolate is uh, no. very decadent. Yeah, it is very decadent. That's true. I'm going to go. Did somebody no, say no. hot chocolate was candy? There's been there's some been some debate, debate across some several debate. different podcasts. Put that on the this. census, okay. Akiva. Okay. All right, we'll right. put it on the census. Um, but there have been a lot of people, Rob, asking for the census to come back. We can talk about that in a few minutes. Um, what else? Is there a direction you're leaning? You don't have to say which way, Rob. I want to ask, like, you know, Rob's concerns are the coffee. Like, I, I think it's I, I think I, it's telling. Yeah, I, but I also there's a method like, to my player. madness, Akiva. That's you, right. It's person one. It. What do you guys ever get? Like food together? Like all five of you are together? You're ordering dinner. It must be. It must get pricey. And then who's paying? So not all of my partners have met one another. Um, all right, you have long do them again are long distance. Yes, um, but yeah, I have yeah. met. In the past, um, all of my spouse's partners, my spouse has not met all of my partners, um, yeah. but we have gotten mm-hmm. group dinners together. We'll have people over. We'll go to other places in the community and meet one another. Yeah. It's all very out in the open. Okay. I'm not trying to hide anything from anyone at any point. Person mm-hmm. number three, could you tell us the logistics of your arrangement? Does everybody live with you? Um, no, I used to, um, at the moment, I live with my spouse. Um, I used to have another long-term relationship who lived in the same house for about five years, but that uh, relationship had a COVID-related breakup. Um, so at the moment, it's just me and my spouse. And, um, yeah, so I've, I've also got two long-distance partners. And, um, yeah. Hmm. Rob, it's interesting. None of that, they're all saying spouse. None of them have used a pronoun for the spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking like wh- their stories are sort of more similar than yeah. the other ones. This is hard. This okay. is hard. Um, person number two, uh, if there was ever like a breakup situation, is there like mm-hmm. a, a vote that has to take place? Is there some sort of like tribal council dynamic of it all? If somebody <laughs> is going to be uh, kicked out of the uh, group? No, because so we're not like we're not all in relationships with each other. So, for example, my spouse has. Um, another partner and she and I are very close friends, but we don't really connect romantically. So mm-hmm. if she and my spouse were to break up, for example, like she and I could potentially still be friends. Um, you know, I might not necessarily have her over depending on my spouse's comfort level. Um, but sort of, even though there's kind of intermingling relationships and we're all communicating, it's not like everybody is in a relationship with each other necessarily. Like it's kind right. of more of a web. I guess. Well, mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Who's Doug? Any other thoughts here? We're 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 well over, but I want to give you guys time on this one. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. tricky, Rob. Yeah, I'm I think I have, in a one strong, I have a strong leaning in uh in in one in one particular way, but I feel like I want to ask at least uh one. All right, ask one more question. You one, get the floor. One more question. Um, is it about coffee, Rob? 
Look, I think the coffee <laughs> is a very important detail. That was an important detail. That was important. Of the, of, of the story. Okay. I guess uh, no further questions. Do you have anything else, okay. Akiva? Uh, how does... Yeah. Um, I, person one, how does it work when you want to bring in a new person or someone else wants to bring in a new person? Or someone else you're in a relationship with? Like, do they have to tell you? You know, is there a vetting process? It's honestly a lot more like traditional dating than you would imagine. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you meet people online, you meet them through communities. And generally in the Frisbee community that I'm a part of, a lot of people are more open to this sort of thing. Um, What was the the name of the community you said? Sorry, person one. The ultimate Frisbee community. Oh, the Frisbee. Oh, I thought, okay, that I'm familiar with. Okay. No, we Mm -hmm. don't have a a name for ourselves worldwide or anything. Ah, got it, got it, got it. Right. And so once I've decided that this is someone that I want to form a relationship with, um, Mm -hmm. generally my spouse is aware of this ahead of time. um, But we want to make sure that all the other partners are comfortable with it. Since um, if we're to get intimate, all of that needs to be kept safe and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. So lots of communication. Person number two at the holidays, you have to get by a gift for every single person. Ooh, good question. So I will say, I, my love language is not gift giving. I am a terrible gift giver. Um, so I typically like to just kind of take each of my partners out on a date for something like birthday or holidays. Each, and just kind of have each a person special... gets their own individual date? Yeah, I mean, we're all shared on each other's Google calendars. It can get hectic at times. Holy cow. So sometimes it might, you know, sometimes it might have to wait until the next week or something. But I'm typically more of like a quality time person over a gift giving person. Uh, Hmm. Let's do the same question, person three, because we've heard a little less from person three than the other two. Um, Yeah, well, one of my partners uh, isn't into gifts, so that makes uh, gift giving times fairly easy. I just donate to a charity in his name and everyone Hmm. else, um, unlike person two. I'm like person two. I'm a um, gift giving is my thing. So I'm uh, currently working out all my uh, Christmas gifts for everyone at the moment. Um, so yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. Not Jewish person three. Hmm. Okay, this is tricky, Rob. <laughs> yeah, they're all good. They all not all of it's them good. seem very comfortable with this good. line of yes. questioning. Yes. Okay. This is tricky. I think we got to do rank choice again because we might both miss on our first one. Boy, ranked voice. Feel free. Totally fine with me. Okay. All right, I got my answer. Okay. You don't even have to write okay. yours down. All right. So, All right. are we? Do, are you ranking it, or you're? Uh... I'll I'll tell you mine, and okay. you, you have okay. yours. Okay. All right. I'm going one, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. I'm going to do mm-hmm. the same exact as last time. I'm going to do th- uh, three, one, two. Three, one, two. So I have one. Rob has three. Right. If either one of those is right, then. That's the winner. We're mm-hmm. on the tire. Okay. Absolutely. And, and if it's and if we're both wrong, then I win. Yes. Right. Okay. So we so, will we will not have a time. The moment, the moment we have been waiting for. Hold on. We have a drum roll. Okay, person, let's let's get a yes. let's, let's get this. Get yes. This going. Will the person? Okay. These were the these were very good liars. Yeah. This is a good. Uh, great, great, great the other five. two were like, no, I'm not in five relationships. I'm in four, and they're like, okay, well, that's where <laughs> yes. you answer these okay. questions. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, or like the last one is like, actually, I was uh, counting since the last. I'm actually in six relationships. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, you got the you got the drum roll. Drum roll's ready. Okay. okay. Will the person who's been telling the truth please say your number? It was uh, me, person three, and I'm probably in six or seven. It really depends uh, what counts. <laughs> person number three. Tell uh, us your name okay. as well. Too easy, Akiva. Uh, yeah, my name's Madge. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, Madge. Ah, okay. I mean, I believe, Madge, you've emailed us before, right? 
Yeah, I emailed you about a year ago when I thought the Masked Singer theme might be a theme. Yeah, I tried not to use the idea for the Masked Singer that I think multiple of the emails were Oh, you had this this info that you were sitting on and you still got this wrong? I still got it wrong. I did. I tried not to use that or the dog thing. Madge, Madge um, told I me sort of that forgot she about had it emailed the Akiva in the past, but yes. uh, but a bunch of people, honestly, a bunch of people had emailed about mm-hmm. the mass swingers. We so did I not, did. and everyone, everyone involved saw the the contents of the email to Akiva. So ah, okay, I didn't remember the really contents. Certainly, we get many, okay. many, many, many. All emails. right, uh, what uh, what and I still, bl- I still blew it, Rob. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I do want to know for person one and two, like. Do you have an actual partner that you had to warn that you're going to be lying about being in all these relationships? No. With, uh, for the last hour. They on don't the, care. Like, you know, they're like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. And just FYI, I'm going to be making up a bunch of stories, but they're not true. I do not have four boyfriends that we need to share a French press with. This was actually our way of letting them know. And no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is person one talking. Person one, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to us while you're at it? Uh, my name is Alicia. I am not currently in more than five relationships. Yeah, you, um, you person number one. You claim that you are you have met some of your uh, partners for these polyamorous relationships through uh, the Ultimate Frisbee community and through Survivor <laughs> ORGs. So that you you realize that was a lie, Rob. Uh, <laughs> that you're saying there's nobody dateable in the ORGs. Is that no, is that your no, other no? I would that uh, I, I mean I can get into my my reasoning, but I felt like that was not, certainly not as convincing uh, as Madge. Mm-hmm. You're saying she's a nerd. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, person two. Oh, hi. Um, I am Eliza. Um, mm-hmm. I am single, although I don't think I would be open to dating anyone who would object to me being on a podcast like this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how <laughs> controlling is this person? Uh, That's not right. controlling, but, but you might want to give a person a warning, like I'm about to be lying yeah, on a podcast. But, <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Eliza, uh, I, I got to be honest that uh, if you think that, you know, these people that are in uh, you know, polyamorous relationships are like, I- I've got an oat milk. I've got a uh, uh, almond milk. That, uh, you, you're not having nine creamers at the house, with all due respect. I actually do have both actually, almond milk and oat milk yes, in my fridge. Imagine, so imagine, that's imagine, that's am I wrong not, about not, this? That's not true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we have a uh, soy and almond. Soy and almond, but that's it. That's enough. Uh, you know, I'll see, Eliza. Enough. If you had just said soy, then you would have been right. Yeah, yeah, I know. If I hadn't gone with the oat milk, mm-hmm. um, Rob was on to you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right. That was they all. They, honestly, they were good. Everybody, One or two, every, uh, everybody they had was good. Going. Uh, here, let's, well, I, I want to uh, circle back to Madge, but I guess uh, let's uh, let's just hear the uh, the uh, how, uh, per, person number one. I'm sorry. What was your name again? Alicia. 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 What was uh, what brought you here? Um, well, I did play a survivor based org, which did connect me to this podcast as well. Um, but my fun fact was going to be that I was in. A, a music video shoot in Mexico when I was ten, year, 10 years old about alternative energy. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, it yeah, wasn't I guess a there's a lot of video, buzz in the ORGs, Rob. Yeah, that's where she found us. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, and then Eliza, what's your uh, interesting story? So I think I actually forgot to officially submit the application, um, but I was going to tell a story about how when I was in high school. I had an internship where I was working on developing vaccines for snow leopards. Um, incidentally, mm. that was in Kentucky. And I will say neither I nor anyone I know is in a relationship with our biological family. I'm members. very sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. 
Um, okay. Yeah, I, but, but Corey picked really good stories today, yes. Rob. I want to hear uh, from but Madge. More, a more, more importantly, back to Madge. Madge, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> can you tell us a, a little bit about the arrangement that we we heard? Yeah, about? logistics. We want to know about yeah. Madge. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's complicated because I've got these two Sounds long-distance like relationships in Europe, and there's a whole graph um, that I often show people. But yeah, I've got my partners and Chester my husband has. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely I mean, be. I can email you a copy if you want. Um, and my husband there has a lot of spreadsheets involved. It kind of goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> are, and are you the keeper of the spreadsheets? Um, yeah, I seem to be. I tried creating a Discord chat, but it's not really uh, taken well, off. Uh, so well, but what do you need uh, to chart on the spreadsheet? Well, it's, it's just because stats? people are always interested. No, because you guys are like, oh, you know, how many people are there? Who are they in relationships with? And it gives me a way to sort of quickly show someone. Here's a picture. Have mm-hmm. a look at it, and then you go, "Oh yeah!" And you look at the graphs, and you know has the people's names on it and everything. So it makes guys, it a bit I easier think, for uh, people to track. I think Madge would be a great first guest on. I can't believe it's just Chester's charts. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just saying. And then Madge, you're a Renap listener. Yeah, I am a big fan. In fact, uh, what I mentioned a COVID-induced breakup a few minutes ago and um the last conversation me and my ex had was um i played karate time for him and he said it was the worst one he'd ever heard oh no and then oh, take him to the curb deal breaker yeah <laughs> and then my uh, new boyfriend um i played that on our third day and the next mm-hmm. day he sent me a text he'd found it on spotify and he said i can't get it out of my head and uh, i was like so um, nice. let me guess was, was there an age difference between your ex and the new mm-hmm. uh, uh love interest <laughs> Yeah, um, my ex was uh, forty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't get it. And my uh, pushing fifty. Yeah, my my new love interest is thirty. So yeah. it's um, makes sense. Yeah, okay. more than Will from Upgrade, America Target Madge. demo. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, well, this is uh, tremendous. Yeah, we could ask Madge two hours of questions, but I do think we have to go. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Madge, you have anything you want to uh, plug or promote? <laughs> Uh, sure, I'm writing a vampire romance novel on um, Archive of Our Own. Is it, is called, it a uh, polyamorous vampire fan fiction? I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out, but uh, not yet. It's uh, called Vampire Flower Language, if mm-hmm. um, anyone wants to check it out. Vampire Flower Language. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds interesting. Cool. All right. And what about you, Alicia? Do I have anything I want to plug? Yeah. Um, on behalf of Karen, who brought me here, I want to pub the Wombat Water podcast. Um, also yes. on Spotify and all all the locations. Um, but myself, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Also, yeah. check out I'll, I'll... Uh, Alicia playing ultimate frisbee in a yeah. city near you. Since yeah. also, you know, up, um, you know that I do. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Akiva. You go. You go. You go. Okay. Um, I do want to thank Karen a lot and a lot of the people who do uh, help me with the Wombat Water podcast. She's been behind the scenes. Uh, Karen from Canada. You can unmute for a sec, Karen. Um, oh, yes. you know, Hi. You know Wombat Water, Water is now a legitimate podcast, Rob, because they had our friend Chappelle on this yes, week. That's, yes, that's right. That's an official podcast. You're not a yes. podcast until Chappelle is a guest. Uh, but Karen from Canada, our, our listeners will uh, recognize her voice. She played the first lady of podcasting. Your wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, we are not in a polyamorous relationship, <laughs> just for mm-hmm. uh, the record. And uh, we play. Yeah, uh, my wife didn't even like that. Uh, that the musical implied that uh, Akiva and I have a uh, a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how unpolyamorous. We're barely uh, in amorous relationships, yeah. Rob. Yeah, 
and <laughs> yeah, not in a monoamorous relationship. Uh, but yes, Karen, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted to say I'm very proud of Alicia and Eliza. They are the ones that I we played ORGs together, and so that's <laughs> how I know them. And I'm very proud that they they joined. And I think that they are now interested in Renap. So. I think we might have some new listeners. Okay, so right. that, that is a good idea, Rob. Can have, spark a long distance relationship, Rob. If we have a hundred oh. guests a week, we could really add to the listenership. We just yeah. like force people <laughs> smart to podcast listen. smart, like we did this week. Okay, and how about you, Eliza? Um, I don't think I have anything that I want to plug. Uh, I didn't prepare for this question, but no, I think I'm good. Okay, and then uh, Madge, uh, that w- w- are you going to come back for a mailbag sometime? I mean, if you'll have me, sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, Madge woke up very early for this. So, thank you. Oh, yeah. What time is it in Australia? Or was it when we started Um, two and a half hours ago? Yeah, I got up at quarter to five, but I'm a morning person anyway, and it's 7 30 a.m. Okay. Get that French French press press, going. Yeah. Yeah. Get all 500 mils (laughs) going. All right. (laughs) Madge uh, and Alicia and Eliza, thank you all so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And Corey B, wow, what a feat uh, we pulled off here today with all these guests uh, seamlessly uh, in and out. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad it went really well. I'm glad that the rounds were very challenging for you guys. Rob obviously pulled off the last-minute victory there over Akiva, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but very fun overall. I thought, I thought everyone did a really good job. Uh, you mm-hmm. executed on this to a degree that uh, I, I am uh, speechless. Incredible. Yeah, you did a great well, job, you. Corey. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. Okay. Rob, people are always asking for like, oh, Akiva wants more guests, more guests. But look what we did this week. We had 20 yeah, guests. Yeah, is this <laughs> a record? I was going to ask. It's got No, we had 30 people call in yeah, for, uh, well, for true, a live call-in show. Tank but mailbag, that, yeah. Yeah, there's not yeah. as much uh, logistics going on there. Okay. So uh, what's going on with the mailbag today, Akiva? I think we're going to do a regular mailbag. We are going to have one special guest who has, uh, who has won a prize to come on. Okay, here. Corey, are you staying for the mailbag? I can stay for a little bit. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Corey B and another guest for this week's mailbag here on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast right after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. And we're back. Mailbag number 105 here today on Rob Nicky Media Podcast. Corey B is here still. Corey, how are you doing? 
I'm I'm very relieved after that when is uh, went so smoothly, and I'm happy to uh, just kind of relax now. Yeah, you know? Corey, what was the most mundane? Can you even say like uh, in terms of like what was a uh, somebody uh, something that somebody pitched you on that was the hardest pass for you? Uh, well, I think that John John nominated Karen uh, as as one of the truth tellers. So I think that off the top of my head, that was my that was my quickest pass because Karen was helping me. Mm-hmm. organize mm-hmm. the event. I didn't know you could nominate other people. I don't even know what that means. Was there an amazing story where you couldn't get the, uh, the the person on maybe for logistic reasons or something like that? No, nothing exactly like that. Most of the people who we uh, who we found, they, you know, I put in the survey, like, would they be willing to participate? So most of them reached mm-hmm. out in advance, but we did have a couple of people who unfortunately couldn't come on and uh, a couple of the people you heard from were last minute uh, mm-hmm. imposters. So, uh, you know, I, I I feel bad for those people for sure, but uh, mm-hmm. I know everyone did you know, probably job. went through a decent amount of planning before this happened. You also picked five interesting stories. Like I was genuinely, you know, genuinely, uh, you know, I cared about who who, who uh, each person was. Rob, yeah, we, um, we've got a lot of interesting yes. stories here. So we've we were off for two weeks because we did not have a mailbag on the uh, on the aforementioned Leprechaun Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode. So we have a, a packed mailbag. Plus, we've got people listening. Maybe they have ideas. We've got a lot of people still in the Zoom. And yeah, some of our panelists uh, are still on. Uh, still mute. here. Yeah. Uh, Corey is, uh, I believe, brought some ideas. We also um, have a special guest coming in. Yes. Uh, at some point. I don't believe they're here yet. Okay. Um, but um, I don't know if they're in the back. Oh, no, the no back. audio yet. But um, uh, okay. So let me let me get us started with uh, with a couple ideas that I really like that have come through in the last two weeks because we are chock full in the mailbag, Rob. Okay. Okay. Um, how so that we talked about uh, you know, in a complaining idea. This is sort of maybe a punch up of it, where it's like, what can Akiva complain about? Like Akiva, stop! I think it was called Mister Weenicker. Stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, was the pitch right? Yeah. Whereas like me and also you, like here, the you know we're gonna list things that we're not common complain complaints about. from Robin. Akiva. Common complaints. Yes. Yes. So here is um, an idea from Charlie, and he says, "What about sort of a festivist theme idea where we could list our grievances, and complaints, and then have the listeners call in and and write in with their grievances?" So it's it, we're we're giving our grievances, but then we're also sort of ranking or or analyzing the listeners' grievances. So what I liked about the first version of this was that I liked mm-hmm. the listeners, uh, like they were sort of like saying, "Oh, it's like oh, these are the things that Robin and Akiva always complain about." Like they were almost complaining about that we complain about certain things too much, and then we were going to retire mm-hmm. a uh, a complaint, but. Mm-hmm. If it's like okay, here's a here's a bunch of our airing of the grievances, and then listeners are also calling in to you know air their grievances. Just think that it's uh, not as structured or fun. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right, so we'll stick with the with uh, version one, and we have a version of that being worked on right now. Like I just the, the, I love the premise that the idea is that people are writing in to say. I'm tired of hearing you two complain about this specific topic, and mm-hmm. then we can make our case like, no, 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 but this is why it is so annoying, and and then uh, like it has to get retired. So there's an element of greatest hits, and there's also an element of, um, you know, uh, like what what do you say? I, I I don't even like we could argue that we don't really complain that much about that. I hear you. All right, so we'll stick with the with the first one, um, Rob. We are recording on Halloween. I don't mm-hmm. know if the listeners yes. know that. Yep. Uh, we didn't have any really spooky stories today, other than maybe one person being uh, 
murdered, but that was the boss. And, you know, we didn't really know the boss. That well. I, I do like that. They were like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't follow up on it. And that was the person like, yeah, she, she, literally, <laughs> she legitimately did not follow up on her boss being murdered. Okay. Sure. Wasn't so interesting. Um, but last year, if you remember, Rob, we did have a Halloween Renap costume contest. And we had a lot of people dress up as Renap characters. A lot of people offered this year. We ended up, because this was such a jam-packed episode, scrapping the costume contest. We already had 20 people on the mm-hmm. main episode. It would have been crazy to have like another 10 on the mailbag. But I, we did offer, if you remember, the winner of last year's costume contest, uh, a spot on the mailbag, which then we, much like Corey B., who took about 10 months to get on the, episode, the podcast for winning his award, uh, this person has been waiting patiently for a full year after winning the costume contest. And maybe she has a couple of um, a, a couple of ideas, but she could also remind us what her costume was last year. Let's, we'll see if she's dressed up as her nap character right now. Okay. Uh, so please welcome to the mailbag, uh, Angela. Angela. Angela, are, are you unmuted? Yeah. No, she went as a mime for Halloween. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Oh, if can... Yes. I'm here. I'm here. There you are. Okay. Yeah. Angela, how are you? I am good. I am not dressed up as my costume. I have pieces of it next to me. Yes. I couldn't find what I wore last year, but I still had the... Uh, yes. I was the baby Rowan, and I dressed as a baby, yes. and I had made a winning sash. Yes. And now there really is a baby Rowan. And now there is. Look at that. Yes. But not the same one. Not, not the same option. one. No. The actual baby. Yeah, not the same one. Not, not the same one. Okay. And so... Uh, Angela, happy Halloween to you. Yeah, happy Halloween. Yeah, I got my Halloween shirt on. Mm-hmm. You're not dressing up this year, Angela? Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah. Lower key Halloween, so just kept it simple. Yeah. Angela, where are you calling us from? Um, I live in Tacoma, uh, Washington. Oh, okay. And you're a big Robin Akiva Need a Podcast listener. Yep, day one. It would be, actually... be wild if she just dressed up as a character, but actually like <laughs> yeah. her, her friend listened. It didn't actually listen at all. Yeah. No, I'm actually like from the beginning, from even the origin of you guys trying to figure out what you were going to do. Okay. Did you listen to the Seinfeld podcast? Is that how you found us? Uh, no, I didn't listen to that. Actually, I, I listened to RHAP. Yes. And then you had Akiva on probably like a listener feedback show or yeah. something. And then I liked your guys' banter. So I did go back and listen to a few, a few episodes. Yeah. So when you guys, you know, dropped that podcast day, I was like, oh, I like your guys' banter. So I'll check it out. And yeah, it stuck. So. Okay. Angel, do you have a, a mailbag pitch for us? Um, I'm not the best on ideas, but I do have a few. I'd, I call them half-baked. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So the easy one, I was trying to think of ideas that you guys have already done that maybe like there's another one that you could possibly do. And so I have it as Rob and Akiva become Trekkies where oh, you have like Jessica Lee and Mike Bloom come on yeah. the show and do something similar to the superhero. Yeah. I like, I where- like that idea a lot. Akiva, what do you think about uh, Rob and Akiva become Trekkies? I don't hate it. Uh, 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 you know, as real Seinfeld head will remember, I do believe as some sort of bet or something I lost, I had to watch an episode of Star Trek. I don't remember how we picked it, but it ended up being, I think it was random. It ended up being a terrible episode, just like atrocious. Yeah. Do you remember this, Rob? <laughs> I do remember this. Yeah. What episode was it? was, I really did not <laughs> like it. It was like, I, I knew, it, I like, I knew enough to know, like, this has to be one of the worst episodes. Mm-hmm. But, I think it was, I think it was with, uh, I believe it was the episode, uh, where, uh, Q 
sent uh, the Star Trek The Next Generation Enterprise crew back into Nottingham Forest. Yeah, it was a uh, Robin Hood themed episode. <laughs> yeah, not not for me. <laughs> I believe it was it's entitled uh, Cupid. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Um, maybe it was season three, episode seven. I don't know. So I am yeah. willing. Uh, if, maybe if, Michelle like, can get us Jessica. Chase Masterson for that episode for oh, the, uh, Robin Hood to become oh, Trekkies. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I am, I am willing to consider that. Uh, I, I'd like to hear what people have yeah, to maybe, say. Maybe, maybe Akiva, uh, I feel like you're about to suggest, well, uh, maybe you'll, uh, put a Twitter poll up to see if the audience I'm not going like to put a Twitter poll. I'm not going to put a Twitter poll. Um, uh, but yeah, I, we'll, I definitely we'll, consider we'll that idea. We'll wait with bated breath for you to post the Twitter poll no. for, uh, should, should I'm still we do a couple Robert? Twitter polls yeah. behind. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta put it in the queue. Out there. If you guys do a, a Star Trek episode, I want to hear you guys debate the, uh, the age-old question of if you use the transporter, are you still the same person, or did you die and a new person? Yeah, became? I actually, I believe it's a sad story, but I believe you actually are, are that you're the old you is gone, and then basically they've just like replicated like a new version of you. Is that really a sad story? Yeah, I think it is. I, I would be sad. Yeah, I wouldn't want to use a transporter. Like the old, the okay. old, the old you that you've been for, uh, you know, your your entire mm-hmm. life pushing fifty years mm-hmm. is gone, and then just like a <laughs> yeah, but new is one it healthier? Is, is it a healthier? No, you? it's the exact same. The you. Exact same. Nah, I'm not sure it it bothers me that much. Uh, Angel, did you have a second half baked idea? Because that idea is at least three quarters baked. Rob, Rob yeah. liked it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I should stop while I'm ahead. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, let me see. The other idea I had was a little bit more. Um, it was Robin Akiva play Survivor. But as I was trying to flush it out today, I actually came up with Rob and Akiva have the knowledge to survive. So basically, it's a you play Survivor, but it's also a trivia show. So you divide into two tribes. So you each have six on your team. Mm-hmm. And you answer trivia questions, but in the format of Survivor. So like you would um, try to win immunity. And then like, so then your team would continue to go forward and you could vote people out. If you didn't want to vote people, you could even just use a random yeah. generator if you lost. And so I think this is famously uh, an anti, uh, or survivor free podcast. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Might be a main feed episode. I don't know. Except for that one episode. Yeah. Or yeah. Could be yeah, a yeah, yeah. 32 yeah. fans yeah. patron idea. Um, yeah. Ooh, vote some. Yeah. We could vote people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. That's not bad. Uh, Corey, do you have any ideas for us? So I don't know how serious I am about this one, but since I just gave you guys a Go rebooted on. game show, uh, of to tell the truth, which came back on recently in the last couple of years, my thought was, what if we try supermarket sweep just came on the air, you know, great okay. show. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, I'm interested to know how would we pull this off? This, this, uh, unlike Angelo's ideas, this is not even half baked. This, I just put this in the oven. Okay. But um, <laughs> what I'm thinking is you could use like an Amazon or other online shopping account and you can, you can uh, race to add things to your cart under certain criteria and then you have to show mm-hmm. off your cart when you're done. Hmm. Okay, I, yeah, I think it's I think, a little yeah, visual. We got to go back to the drawing board. I think on a bit this. visual, and, and, yeah. yeah. But really, yeah. really, my idea. I think there's a gas is, leak with yeah. that. Epic I, idea. I, also, I, I don't get the sense that Akiva does a lot of grocery shopping. Yeah, really. My my idea is just yeah. is supermarket sweep. Yeah, you know, uh, Akiva. We the, talked about I, it. It was like once in the 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 fishbowl or something supermarket sweep. But then we were both sort of mad on it. 
Yeah. What's up, Rob? Well, I was going to say that I feel like that now you do not uh, do the grocery shopping at your house, correct? I mean, I have done it, but it's not really... I, I'd come home with a lot of candy. Like, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's not really my... I'm willing to do it, but my wife likes to do it. Yeah. I am a big it's, grocery uh, shopping person. Yeah, you like to do the grocery it. shopping. I love it. Mm-hmm. No. Even though I allegedly uh, hate food, uh, I do love... Uh, well, you want to get as little food as possible. You're just making sure Nicole doesn't, you know, buy too much. Fun uh, stuff. She wastes so much money on the groceries. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, also, you're, Rob, but, but yeah, you want to avoid the fancy LA stores also. That's yeah. why you're doing the grocery shop. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I know, Rob, that you, with all the questions that you had to our fifth round contestants about the coffee, I feel like you yeah. would. I would like to hear your commentary about a supermarket sweep episode. Yeah, I just think that uh, in terms of executing that as a podcast, if somebody has a vision for it, I'd love to hear it. But I think that that's going to be a little tricky to pull off. Yeah, you guys don't have to sugarcoat it. It's not a very good <laughs> idea. I just wanted to mention it. Um, It'd be tough. It's not my worst idea. I think Robin Akiva by a snowmobile was my worst idea. Yeah. Oh, that was you? Yes. That's oh, funny. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I still like this that from idea. Dave. I think, Rob, I think you might like this. Okay. I'm not sure. Speaking of games, we're talking about games a lot today. Robin Akiva spin a wheel. Not a great name for this idea, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think the idea is good. Yeah. I've got an idea that's absolute gold. I do love when people call their shot yeah. uh, at the beginning yeah. of the email. You always want to do that. And you've got to bring it up on the mailbag. Well, great great news, Dave. I did. <laughs> I call it Robin Akiva spin a wheel. We've established that already. We used to have an old Wheel of Fortune game on our N64 growing up. I propose you, Rob, and a randomly selected listener play each other in this 1997 classic. It's super old, cheesy, and I'm sure you're competing... Uh, you'll be competing. Uh, will also lead to banter, making fun of the game. Here's a link to a video of it. Um, he could even he could even upload the you know the beginnings of the game. We could have somebody yeah. make a fake Wheel of Fortune. What do you think about playing Wheel of Fortune? It's me and a random listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that is that the bad idea? Is yeah, that the yeah. Bad you, idea, can't Gong? Play, you can't play Wheel of Fortune on a podcast. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Now I do it's think a very with- visual game. With a visual, what? I do think it's a good idea. Like, if people want to do it, this on a vi- more visual podcast, I think, I think it'll be fun. Akiva, I think you're just you're just wingmanning me to make my supermarket sweep idea sound better. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think this is good. I just we'd have to we'd have to make a video version of this. I think it would work actually. Yeah, but, it but got either gone, way, it's, too it's late. still a podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that should be the slogan. I actually thought of this idea earlier today and I scrapped it for that very reason. Yeah. Oh, she's just dunking on me now, Angela. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There are lots of (laughs) game shows, but, you know, uh, a Wheel of Fortune, especially 1997 Wheel of Fortune, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe at a live show. Okay. Uh, Zach's idea uh, Robin Akiva impressed their kids. On this week's episode of Renap, Rob talked about wanting to learn more about Pokemon to impress his kids. I think a good podcast would be each of you choose an interest. That, that one of your kids has and try to learn as much as possible about the subject in a short time. After you learn, you can have a quick conversation with your kids and see if they're impressed by your knowledge of the subject you just learned about. Yeah. Well, for me, I think that that subject would be Minecraft. I don't know anything about Minecraft, but my kids are very into it. But other than that, I know oh, everything. I know everything about uh, stuff. That anything they your care kids about. are into, you you already. I think for know the most part, about. other than Minecraft, that's the one thing. You know, my son has become obsessed with Among Us. I know. I and I, I laughed at your uh, tweet, and honestly, I don't even remember exactly how how this went. Where that your you had tweeted about how you, your kids are playing real uh, real life among us at your house Correct. and your and your mm-hmm. two boys uh, you have one said to the other like hey let's kill dad and vent to the other room uh, yes correct which I, and, and I don't know if I was inspired by you or if my kids also independently thought of like hey let's play among us in real life and so I too have been playing at our house of all right somebody it's always Dominic is the imposture. 
mm-hmm. then everybody else is uh, me and Anthony have to go work on like connecting wires somewhere. Yeah. The problem also is like my son is so into it now. Uh, one of my daughter who's 11, her friends came over and she said they're going to have like an Among Us birthday party where we're going to play in person. And my six-year-old was like, well, you're inviting me, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, it's like, uh, it's like a friend of a friend of your sister and they're five years older than you. I don't think you're going to land an invite to that birthday party. And he was like horrified. He's like, you don't understand. I'm the Among Us guy. Like you have to invite me. So now he's like guilting an 11 year old doesn't know into inviting to his birthday party. <laughs> their birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty wild here. I get stabbed a lot and by my kids who then say with like toys, who then say, oh, you thought I was crew. I was the imposter. My son has a lot of ideas. Uh, he said when Puya streams, everybody should kill him first because then you get to be on the stream and then he could just show what's happening after. Um, Smart. He's got, he's got he, <laughs> he announced, he announced, yeah, he's, he's producing the stream. He announced like a Puya Liana double kill. And I said that Puya, he's really into, uh, he's really into Among Us. That's all he talks about all day long. Yeah. Um, all right. Robin Akiva hosts a hackathon from Matthew. Hackathon? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know Robin about those. Akiva, Robin Akiva hosts the Gene Hackman Marathon. Listeners oh. watch various Gene oh, Hackman know movies <laughs> over a 24-hour period, and we debate the best one. Alternatively, this could be a tournament for the 1632, 64, or even 128 best Gene Hackman movies. Maybe we're going to have contributors or assigned a particular movie to stump for. So yeah. we don't have to watch all of them. We have each, maybe, each, that's interesting. Each movie has, what if each who's movie has somebody for? who's representing Who wants it? this? Akiva. The hack, I would do, I would listen to this. if it was, It's for Akiva. It. Yeah. Angela, what do you think about this? Does anybody want a Gene Hackman tournament? Well, I'd listen to it. Um, you wouldn't enjoy it. I, I don't know. I enjoy everything, but I would say maybe I, I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to want. Yeah, to you'd probably put it on 2X, it. though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see it being a 2X podcast. 2X, sir. Yeah. Maybe it's 32 yeah. fans, the Hackman bracket. Mm-hmm. Just gotta yeah. say. Not that this is necessarily happening, but a hackathon is the name for a developer, software developer organized event where developers try to create new things for their Yeah, company. we know so, that, Corey. What do you think? We're idiots? Yeah. See, Corey, uh, well, I thought you were going to say it was like going to be some sort of like a hacky sack yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah. See, Rob, That's like Rob the main thing a hackathon is, yeah. Corey. Yeah, of course Rob knew that. No. Um, did he? I didn't know that. I don't know. Well, uh, uh, you, uh, you're, you're right, surprisingly like uh, indignant. I didn't what? think that was that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm just I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. And not surprisingly, uh, yeah. I'm often uh, I'm often mean on the show. Uh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> one more. The uh Katie from Calgary says the Sleepover Podcast 2, the do-over. Robin and Akiva are joined by a female millennial podcaster to have a classic early nine uh, late nineties, early two thousands sleepover. They wear pajamas, eat candy, gossip about celebrities, prank call a few friends, and play games like MASH, Truth or Dare, Dream Phone, Mystery Date, Ouija Board, Light as a Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. I don't remember. Is this that on one. Zoom? Um, it could be on Zoom. The physical hanging out in a hotel room, like you did in the first sleepover podcast. Yeah, this is this was I'm like not sure how Allie's my vision. wife is going to feel about uh Robin and Keith have a sleepover with a young millennial podcaster. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be a bunch of them. It could be a whole crew. So. Um, Ali, this was like Ali's vision for the original sleepover podcast that I sort of bastardized into something totally different. Right, the atmosphere of a sleepover could be created with the right games, podcast guests sharing stories from their own sleepover experiences growing up. This could be like game night podcast with a specific theme and less guests on the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what do you think about? So you're not interested in having a sleepover with some female millennial? <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I don't see how like what how this is different from what it was supposed to be, and I feel like that on Zoom. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't see this working so great. 
I hear you. All right. I'd like to apologize to Corey for, for sort of uh, poo-pooing the fact that maybe someone didn't know what a hackathon was a minute ago. <laughs> I'd also like to apologize to the people of Kentucky for implying that they might marry people in their families. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else I need to apologize for from this episode? Not yet. Not yet. All right. Okay. We still, there's still a couple minutes. <laughs> yes. um, Corey or Angel, yet. do you have anything else for us? Um, some of our some of our uh, panelists from earlier, some of our Ooh. contestants pitched a couple season three episode seven. Are they still are, like. are they still here, or are they, t- are they able to do a live, or is it from from people that have left? It, Madge appears to still oh, be here. Okay. She had let me one. Look, let me put Madge back on. Okay, all right, because I want to hear. I, I I bet Madge has some good ideas. All right, Madge, and, you there? And Elise as well. Yeah, um, I just thought a season three, episode seven, Stargate SG one. Oh, it's a classic okay. sci-fi show. Yes, uh, season three, episode seven, seven Stargate. That's SG1. Star Trek. No, that's Stargate. Stargate. <laughs> well, I thought it's like a version of Star. No, Stargate no, is Star Trek. Stop. Uh, it's different. So I, I, Wait till you hear I'd about Star Wars, like, Akiva. Guys, I'd almost just say like you could do this, or you could do the Rob and Akiva, like that. They explain Star Trek to us. Like you pick which one you like better, and we could do that one. So you don't want to put Stargate into the fishbowl, Akiva? Uh, you could put it in, but that's in lieu of uh, one star at a time. Like that's in lieu of doing the Star Star Trek. So maybe we should we have some sort of like a uh, you know star? I'm trying to think of what we could call it. Uh, <laughs> a like a, a star asterisk, maybe a starfish or something like that, where we always have a star thing to put in. Oh, a star! Oh, I like that. Um... Yeah, I think Star Stargate uh, might be fun, Akiva. Do you like this better than Star Trek? I don't know. I think the Star Trek because this is also just the mailbag. The Star Trek could go right on the wheel in theory. Yeah, uh, Madge, can you make the case for Stargate be season three, episode seven? Yeah, so it's a um, kind of campy sci-fi show from the nineties, early two thousands. Um, has a big following, um, lots of fans and everything. But I don't think it's on the Star Wars or Star Trek level of. Uh, Rabid fandom. If it goes well, there's Stargate Atlantis. You could do season three, episode seven oh, of that. Yes. Okay. Is, is there anything that you could uh, sell Akiva on here? Oh. Do you like Richard Dean Anderson, Akiva? <laughs> Not especially. I think Star Trek is more popular than Stargate. Okay. Like, so I think maybe we should do that instead. Yeah. Should we do a poll, Stargate or Star Trek? I feel like Star yeah. Trek will win. I like to think Stargate is about like this thing that there was like a big scandal and they call it Stargate. <laughs> now it is. It was a big scandal. Like, oh, this was a government thing gone wrong. Stargate. Mm-hmm. Stargate could be about the recent Big Brother season that uh, was just on television. <laughs> all Stargate. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Madge. Uh, Kiva didn't love that one. What else you got? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. No. If anybody else wants to unmute also, they can... Uh, yeah, they can Elise, uh, bring Elise in. She had one as well. Okay. Elise, are you, are you there? Elise. Hi, yes, I'm here. Okay. Yes, Elise, well, what was your pitch? I would love it if you guys would talk about maybe the dumbest show I've ever seen, Wilfred. Wilfred. Okay. Is that, oh. with, is that Toby Maguire? I think it's Elijah Wood, okay. who's like the poor man's Toby Maguire up. Yeah. He's in a furry costume, right? No, he's not in the costume. Um, Jason Gann is in the costume. Elijah okay. Wood plays this like normal dude who's super depressed, tries to kill himself and fails to do so. And he mm-hmm. has a crush on the girl next door and he sees <laughs> her dog dressed up in like as a dude dressed in a dog costume. Mm hmm. It's such a niche show. First of all, it wasn't considered terrible, right? I think some people liked it and some people didn't, 
right? It wasn't like, oh, this is the worst show of all time. Yeah. I do think it. Oh it yeah, got no, some definitely not. Angela, would you listen to season three, episode seven of Wilfred? I think it kind of fits the genre of being a goofy, silly TV show. What that you speed guys would you watch? listen to? Did that it episode? make season three, Elise? <laughs> it yes. sure did. I was going to have season somehow. Wow, and a movie. Mm. I mean, it's not one that I would put on without the podcast. Right. I would watch it because you guys were covering it. Yeah. But it, there's going to be lost in, in season three of this weird show. <laughs> well, Elise, <laughs> uh, so season three, episode seven is called Intuition. Uh, Wilfred leads Ryan on an insomnia fueled crime fighting caper. Is that a particularly good episode to re- recap? If I recall correctly, yes. Um, I don't know how much money I would put down on it, but I think hmm. honestly any episode of Wilfred is a good episode to recap. It balances like legitimate humor with why am I watching this pretty well? Hmm. Okay. Corey, you have any thoughts on this? I've never seen Wilfred before, so I'm I'm just I'm just uh I, I enjoy it from what I'm hearing. It seems like it would be a good okay. season three episode. So right. it's um, so small. People are gonna be like, What's Wilfred? Well, I'm not saying that's a deal breaker for right, me. Well, I just think it's like, interesting. If there is some sort of like, like a critical mass of people like uh like an outpouring like with uh, third rock from the sun of people that say you need to recap season three, episode seven of Wilfred, I think we can Can I that. say, Rob? Yes. Speaking of outpouring, the psych psychos really got to us. The psychos, a yeah. lot of people wanted us to watch three, season three, episode seven of Psych. Mm-hmm. They said it's like solving a murder. We should do it. We got, we said if anybody was into it, we'd reconsider and we got like a hundred tweets about Psych. Yeah. Angela, have you ever watched Psych? I've never watched Psych, but I was searching the Renap hashtag and there are definitely people who want it. So I We got bombarded with Psychs. Yeah. yeah. Madge, how about you? You watch Psych? I, I watched a couple of episodes, but I never got into it. Hmm. Okay, if Madge uh, isn't into it, I don't know if we're going to like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and another, you know, a show that's been pitched a lot recently, Rob, that I think is interesting that maybe we should cover is Desperate Housewives. A lot of people, oh, they say okay. season three, episode seven is one of the, it's one of the rare shows where it's like the one of the more seminal episodes of the series is season three, yeah, episode seven. I think it would be interesting in terms of like, it was a big show, but it's also like a mm-hmm. show that like people do not think about now. I, uh, it's it's like what a, I said. Yeah. It, it really does not get discussed, even though like, think about it, Lost Desperate Housewives and Grey's Anatomy come on the same year. I, I think right? there'd be a lot of IMD bags to do also there for mm-hmm. Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I think it's a lock. I think we should put it in, but if I, I but if you're not into it, I don't think I'm, we have I'm, to, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, so let's let's add that to the fishbowl. Desperate Housewives. Okay, because are you a desperate a group, house guy? Not. Re- I mean, I saw a few, the, a few episodes in the first season, but I wasn't like a big fan. I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. But it, you think about it, like Lost is still the, all three shows. You know, start the same year on ABC. Lost is still discussed all the time. Grey's Anatomy is literally still on the air, and like you said, Desperate Housewives was a bigger hit than both of them, and has been completely forgotten. Right? And they had like a weird like five year time jump. They did that thing. Yes. Yeah, I think it might be after this episode. Is that possible? I'm not no, sure. No, like, I don't think it was don't that know, this early a, on. I don't, oh, okay. Maybe it wasn't so early. But this episode was one of the more famous episodes. So I think it, it for sure worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robin Akiva, go to Wisteria Land. That's <laughs> the name of this episode. All right. There you go. That's in the fishbowl. All right. Uh, do we have any other new ideas? Um, anybody? Karen, do you have anything for us? You're here. We just see their names like round three oh, person. Sorry, seven, I'm eating pizza. <laughs> okay. Sorry, eating you want to pitch us on pizza? Anything I mean, pizza related? Um, not quite. Um, you know, I've got something pizza related of my own in the works, but yeah, don't steal their idea. I'm very pizza. I'm very pizza. <laughs> I'm a sorry. I'm a pizza enthusiast. Oh, having a hard time talking. <laughs> and eating at the same time. Enthusiast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna um, mute now. Mm-hmm. 
be interesting if we okay. get somebody who's anti-pizza to come on. Anti-pizza. Um, Angela, are you anti-pizza? Nope, Isn't... we're having it for dinner. My husband's out to get it right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I love pizza. I was going to yeah. say, this is starting to sound like too beloved again. Yeah. You know? um, Redux. Yeah. Madge, Rob, how about you? Rob how do you hate... feel about pizza? Yeah, Madge. Yeah, no, I like pizza. Yeah. Who doesn't, right? Right. Should we, should, we ask, should we ask round five person two and round three person two to chime in? Because I mean, we don't say <laughs> the real names. Like, it might be interesting if we could find people that's like, uh, I'm the one person that doesn't like this beloved thing. Like, and, and like, hot takeoff two, which maybe we'll do one day. Like, pizza sucks, and here's why. And mm-hmm. that's a good take. Yeah. No, but that's, that's like, that's like an, a new spin on two beloved, right? You find, you find somebody who legitimately doesn't like a thing that everybody else likes. And yeah. Then you, mm-hmm. uh, like, that, that could have legs. Right. Yeah. All right. I don't like that. Akiva, what else? Um, I'll give you one more idea for okay. today. Um, okay, this is called Robin Akiva Have Seeds, baby. Oh. This is from John Tinkham. <laughs> yes. Save face from the This Week in Robin Akiva episode. Listeners Seeds, submit ideas. <laughs> Listeners submit episode ideas that specifically involve Jordan Kalish to come back on as a guest on Renap. The best ideas are seeded into a tournament, and the winner becomes a future episode with Jordan. Kalish wow. mania ensues. Another See, day, Robin Akiva have another seeds, morning, baby. Another bagel. No, this is not a good idea. <laughs> it's such a good idea. That's so funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to put it right. Through. No, because he's not even on the regular episode. I like it's like he's like doesn't doesn't have a say in it. It's I, I think it's too far into the rabbit hole. Like uh, mm-hmm. if there's something that that like would be a good fit for Jordan, like we should just do that episode. Uh, Angela, mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking past. <laughs> yeah, that's a that, that that's a pass. Madge, how about how about you? Are you are you a Jordan Kalish fan? Yeah, I mean, I just do anything you guys do. Like, I listen to Small Wonder, which is like, who has actually seen that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know she's the that part. Yeah. Here's here's my take on seeds, baby. I just just came up with this. Another one fresh in the oven for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a good track record, so I'm going to try again. Seeds, baby, is actually a tournament of. TV show babies and they are seated and then you do a baby tournament. The best baby. The best yes. baby. The baby off. Hmm. Right. We call it Seeds Baby. Okay. Well, who are like who would be one seeds, Corey? Like who are the big baby contenders in this? Um, I mean Maggie Simpson, it would be hard yeah, to beat. For sure. For sure. I, I, I for some reason I thought of the baby from Dinosaur right away. Yeah, yeah. the baby um, that could make it for sure. The Flintstones kids. Do you do you put them both on? Are they no, babies? There's... Also, how old is a baby? We discussed earlier, like how old you have to be to be a grown up. Yeah, like um, like Angela, Michelle you Tanner, here for that. but uh, then we're like uh, she's grown up. Yeah, right. Angela, you weren't here for that. How old is a grown up? How uh, old would you say a grown up is? Well, I guess legally eighteen, mm-hmm. but I kind of think of it like twenty five. Mm. Okay, that was a number I threw out. Tracks, so, yeah. yeah. You work for yeah. like Hertz Rent car, a car. You're yeah. like, no, you're not a grown yeah. up. Um, <laughs> and how old is that car? <laughs> like, Rob, you probably sometimes refer to your youngest son as the baby, right? If you're yeah. telling your wife. Yeah. And I do too. Uh-huh. Our, our sons are the exact same age. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, a baby could be different, different to different people. I don't know. Like, are Bam Bam and Pebbles babies? I don't know how old they are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't tournament. think that this it has the uh, momentum to go to the wheel, yeah. but I do think some sort of like a baby bracket is interesting. 
Yeah, someone should do it. Like if Wombat Water or somebody wants to steal it, they're welcome. Okay. Okay. So is is that, is that any more of a Wombat Water idea? Well, we Maybe don't, we don't do Cure Bracket, so it would be hard to like play games with mm-hmm. babies. But, yeah. you know, that's that's the tough part. But maybe. Maybe we can figure something out. Okay. All right. Not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to talk about what's on the wheel for this week? Yeah, let's let's spin that let's wheel, do it. baby. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, we have a Season 3, Episode 7, Fishbowl. We've got the coin flip. We've got the back to the crappy movie diaper. No more spooky movie cauldron, especially after you guys didn't really like Leprechaun 3. Uh, People's Choice. Uh, we have The Price is Right. We have PR Firm. Robert here the PR Firm. Uh, choose Your Renap Venture. The Viral Challenge Tournament. Shark Week. Uh, spinoffs are trash. Robin Akiva invent a game show. Robin Akiva spice up their lives. Place your bets and Renap X. Okay. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, tell the truth's gone. So I think you nailed everything. Nailed everything. All right. A couple things really hovering around, maybe coming on next week, but I think we're good for now. Okay. So let's go ahead and, uh, get our wheel spin in for episode number 106 coming up on next week's show first uh renap episode in november actually depends on when this one uh ends up launching could be the second in november all right so let's go ahead and get the wheel going for episode number 106 madge what are you hoping comes up don't put me on the spotlight that (laughs) sorry madge probably a big tiktok the coal fan she she probably wants the uh, viral viral trend challenge how about you, Angela? What would you listen to on One X? Uh-huh. I'm waiting for the Price is Right or the Family Matters season three. Oh episode wow! Seven. Okay, it's very specific. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if that comes up, then we know that she is in fact the witch. Yes. It's Halloween. Okay, and no, then Corey. I have a hat somewhere. Corey, do you have a rooting interest? Um, I actually kind of want to see the the Price is Right one as well. That okay. Would, even though I, I hope people aren't too burned out on game shows, we have a couple. Yeah. Uh, also shows with a million guests, which that one has. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to build yeah. that game show with you, Rob. Also, speaking of game shows, that would be fun for next week. Okay. And All that right. Really good. Let's see episode 106. What's it going to be? <laughs> round and round she goes. And it's coming up on. Oh, okay. Next week, we are going to be getting on the old TikTok for a viral challenge tournament. All oh, right. I'm excited. Okay. There we go. All right. Angela, do you have any suggestions for a, what would be a good viral challenge that we should be starting? Oh, man, I am not good with coming up with ideas. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Angela, if you had to dress up, sorry, Angela, if you had to dress up as a Renap character this year, what, where would you have gone if you did a Renap um, dress up this year? I really liked the idea of Marvin Harry. I think you guys referenced that a lot, and I mm-hmm. probably would have gotten my husband to join. And- <laughs> Poor him. Yeah, or had my youngest Once son. Once he gets back with the pizza. Yeah, when he gets back with the pizza. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy either, yeah. animal. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, exactly. I would have probably done that. That's the one that I, I would have done this year. Mm-hmm. Rob, it's also almost filthy animal season. I don't know if your kids are going to watch Home Alone a lot the next two months. <laughs> right. But when they do watch it, everyone gets called a filthy animal for <laughs> okay. that. For, well, yeah, I didn't think of that. Okay. Matt, do you have any ideas for a viral challenge? Yeah, I feel like it has to involve food, like maybe how mm-hmm. quickly you can eat yeah. or drink something or how much of something you can fit in your mouth. Madge, what if there's some sort of mm. like a Stargate challenge where people <laughs> are going through and like building like a Stargate in their house and then they walk out and then they're somewhere else? Uh, that did happen in one of the episodes. An alien was staying in one of the cast. <laughs> 
one of the uh, team members' house and he built a Stargate out of a toaster. So uh, mm-hmm. that's an option. <laughs> See, Akiva, I'm telling you, this Stargate could be gold. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll have a poll. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll keep, keep everybody keep your eyes peeled for the poll from Akiva on Twitter uh, to see if we should do Stargate. No, Stargate uh, yeah. um, um, TikTok Nicole at Behind the Secret has already posted uh, weeks ago a form for the Viral Trend Challenge. We will re uh, pump it up this week. But, um, we, you know, if you have any ideas, look at my Twitter or at Behind the Secret's Twitter and we yeah, shall. Why is she behind the secret? Will we find that out next week? Next week, that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's like what good, they call yeah. the biz a a good tease for next week because I have no idea why she's behind the secret. Okay, so but hopefully she'll tell us. Next I, week. I just thought of a, a potential potential challenge too. So my my mm-hmm. idea is, um, I, I think it needs to have a little bit of danger, like the parents getting really upset, the kids mm-hmm. doing it, sort of thing. So my my challenge idea is called the flagpole challenge. You stand on a roof, and you just stand there. Maybe you're holding a flag, and then you get the picture. Or like a video from really far away, like from the ground, and you're just standing on up on the roof. That's my that's my challenge idea. Okay, okay. the flagpole challenge. Interesting. <laughs> oh, you could submit that also to Nicole. Um, yeah. How many? Cha- what should we have, Rob? Sixteen, thirty-two. How many challenges should there be? Um, hmm. You could. You don't have to decide right now. Also, you could think about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the sixteen, I think, is a good number for the. I know, I know, the thirty-two. We bite off thirty-two, and then I think it's too ambitious. Yeah, you're right. Sixteen it doesn't and give her like enough time to discuss everything. Like, like, I thought with like the with, yeah. the, um, with Doctor Amanda Rabinowitz, uh, the uh, Renat bot uh, bracket. I thought that was good to have sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So uh, people are going to so send fun, in Rob. ideas for a viral challenge tournament, and we are going to then put this viral challenge out into the world. And then we are going to challenge our listeners to do it on TikTok and see if it yes, takes off. Yes, and we're going to make it go viral. We are going to bring this. This is going to become the thing. Like we did the song of the summer. We're going to bring it. And, you know, my, my idea of uh, books as shoes, our shoes as books. <laughs> yeah, books as shoes was great, but shoes. it didn't really take off past Nicole's one TikTok about it. This we're going to need the buy-in from the listeners to all do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to download TikTok just for this one thing. Okay, that's great. All right, well, so we'll get back on, get back on there on next week's episode all right angela where can people follow you uh at angela marvel yes. on twitter that's nice easy simple name angela marvel um, are, are you a yes. like uh does that have anything to do with the the marvel cinematic universe no i wish we always tell people that are we have a really cool last name but it, that's your last name the, it is my last name yeah, okay, so, so it's oh, wow. without the money and without the superpowers. Yeah, so you, are, you were Miss Marvel before you were married. No, that's my married name. Uh, yeah, you marry a guy named Marvel, you take his name, you know what I mean? Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, if your name is yeah. Marvel, you don't switch, obviously. Yeah, and then you yeah, could the go for Halloween uh, with your husband. Uh, you could be Marvel Harry. Yes, I have, and I've dressed up as Ms. Marvel before, mm-hmm. so... I, you know that was kind of right on the nose. So. That you know, maybe this is a question for Josh Wiggler and Kevin Mahadeo. But are is uh, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel the same? As far as I know, th- they can be interchangeable. They're interchangeable. Corey, do you know the answer to this question? I don't hundred percent either. But I was actually leaning in the other direction. I thought they were different. Um, but but I, I I'm not an authority. D- on don't either. send yeah. me on Twitter. But, I'm just going to Google it right now and then. At the, yeah, the yeah, new yeah. movies, they changed it and they made her into Captain Marvel. So it's yeah. All right. They're both Carol Danvers. So yeah. Okay. Um, Angel, you're point. a big, you're a big Seahawks fan. Are the Seahawks going to win the Super Bowl this year? 
They're the same. They are both I the same really person and different people for those people who are uh, oh. thinking about writing me but on we Twitter. Both right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Angela, I'm also a uh, yep. a big Seahawks fan, just for the record. Oh, oh wow. Okay. okay. Oh, go Hawks. You're welcome for yes. Jamal Adams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for Jamal Adams. No, Jamal, he's yes, done nothing. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I know, but he yeah. watch him be the, you know. Well, he's done a lot football. until he got injured. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be clear. Yeah. All right. This is yeah. the portion where you were losing I mean, people. All right. Okay. Know, sorry. All right. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Mad, Madge, did you hang up already? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I'm still here. I'm here until okay. I Is it offensive if I, if I made a joke that Madge has five favorite teams in the NFL? <laughs> she laughed. She like a slight laugh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Madge, can, where can people follow you? Where you um, do you want really that kind of heat? I, I mean, I'm mostly on Reddit as a Magic Weasel. If uh, Magic Weasel, oh okay, that's yeah. fun. Hmm. We never had somebody plug their their Reddit handle before. Yes, yeah, that's you're really- on the Renap Reddit as uh, Magic Weasel. Okay, yep. okay. Everyone on the Reddit, be nice to Corey. He worked very hard on this episode. He did a good M-A-G-I-C job. M A G I C Weasel or M A D G E. <laughs> no, just magic as a, you know, like magical, like a, okay, like you'd a magical uh, weasel. Not it, it is a pun on my name, but it's uh, it's a pun. It's a pun in sound, but not in spelling. Got it. Okay. All right. And then, how about you, Corey B? Of course, uh, people could check out the Wombat Water Podcast. Yes, absolutely. The Wombat Water Podcast, wombatwater.com or our Twitter at wombatwater. You can also catch me on Twitter, Instagram, I guess Reddit. Also, technically, mm-hmm. on at Cavix, C A V X. Yeah, um, I am. I am mostly active on Twitter. All right, and then Uncle Kiwi is playing yeah. Among Us twenty four seven podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we have uh, we have the great Hannah Shapiro coming on NGOG tomorrow night. Mm. We didn't do an episode yes. last week, so hopefully we'll do two. Host this week. of Pawnee Public Radio. A, yes, Pawnee a Public Parks Radio and Rec uh, rewatch. Yes, we are New Girl and and, uh, and Parks and Rec are, are joining forces. We're uh, we're having her on. We are uh, thirty two fans has been having some fun with. Uh, I've been pretty hot on NFL predictions this year. Uh, Robin Keevan need a podcast. People should check that out if they're not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty two fans Patreon. That's my fourth show. And then yeah, Among Us tomorrow night. Me and you again on Puya's stream Sunday night. People are listening to this on Sunday. Um, I guaranteed I would chop up Rob first. Um, just kidding. Um, yeah, but uh, Rob, Rob, you have to practice. People, those guys and me and everyone's been been playing nonstop for two weeks. So I feel like we've like jumped up a level. Yeah, and, uh, you okay. know, you, you have to you have to practice all day tomorrow. Probably watch you come in and we all like accidentally murder people. Yeah, if it wasn't for just uh, you know the the wife and kids and the job, mm-hmm. I think I could really uh, spend a lot more time. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to come my on Kirsten's stream right now for like five minutes with me? You uh, could get a couple games. I, in? I would, but again, uh, that uh, some of the aforementioned yeah. items are yes. uh, waiting for yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All righty. So there you go. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here on episode number 105. We had a lot of fun. Thanks to all of our contributors here for To Tell the Truth. We will be back next week with a viral challenge tournament and TikTok Nicole on the next episode of Robin Akiva. Need a podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. I think we really need a podcast. 
But I'd need your help. Can we finally seal the deal? I think we do. We need a podcast. But that's not enough. We have nothing if we don't at least have a small idea. For this weekend, let's just pretend. That we know what will be coming up next. Rob and Aki, the need of podcast. I got one more podcast to do. I bet Mira's happy that I get to do two. I got one more podcast to do. And I'm just happy that I get to do it with you. Listen, Akiva, I'm sorry I peeped ya. But you know it's all in good fun. I never expected we'd all be objective. Now this new podcast has begun. Dude, are you a moron? You think that I'd move on? Leaving was never my plan. You act like an ass hat, but of course I'll come back. True. The 32 fans. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, and they 